That's him. What's up, buddy? Not a lot of. Just came to check you guys out. I like this. I like. I like it already. The vibe. Yeah, we're chilling, bro. Chilling. We want to talk about your music a little bit, and then some Star Wars in there too. Okay. Because you know we throw down on the Star Wars conversations every time we talk about it. Yeah. So I don't know anything about your music. I'm guilty. No, yeah. that's that's fine, bro. So, so I'm, that's so I'm from got, Casper, so, so you, that's why you gotta you gotta tell you gotta school me. All right, so uh, I'm from here. I grew up here. Uh, I grew up with basically all the local artists here. Um, you know, I've 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 known them all. I'm not gonna sit here and list them all. I've known all these dudes my whole life. Um, so that being said, um, we'll just say it was a little over five years ago. Uh, I got invited by a local artist who uh, was one of my best friends at the time to be on one of his upcoming projects, and he gave me a couple beats. He's like, pick which one you like, write to it, and then I'll put you on my next album. I'm like, bet. Um, I wrote to both of them. Um, he skipped out to Denver, recorded his whole project, didn't tell me. You know what I mean? It is what it is. I still supported him through the whole shit. He was my best friend. You know what I mean? I just... At that point, I had two verses that I had written, so I figured um, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to, I told him, I texted him like, bro, uh, you're not using this beat on your album, I'm going to use this beat, and I'm just going to make my own project. He's like, all right, bet, do that. And so that's where it started at, honestly. So um, I took it over to one of my other bros who had a studio and, and recorded it. And that was your first. It was my first song. It was oh man, what was it even? I don't even remember what it was called. Um, and it wasn't even that long ago. Uh, well, yeah, you were just saying before we started that you've only been doing this for five years. They thought it was longer. No, no. Like I said, I grew up with all these dudes, but uh, I went to prison in two thousand eight, and maybe my second year in prison or something, I pretty much just stopped listening to rap. To be honest with you, like I listened to, I switched to all metal. Uh, I, I was working out heavy, you know what I mean? The, the mentality uh, to listening to music and being in prison and listening to rap music and being in prison and being the person that I was at the time, it wasn't real helpful, you know what I mean? Like, mentality-wise, is all I could really say. You know, when you're listening to uh, gangbang shit all day versus just some, like, some crazy amped-up heavy metal, you know what I mean? Um, you might be a little bit more wired, but your, your mentality isn't as... Uh, on edge yeah well <clears throat> so and i say that to say this uh when i got out i only listened to metal and when i got out there were only uh dj nike and his his people was the no goodest um there was a pre-rhyme sick they were called prescription um and they were kind of fizzling out same with same with the no good as they was kind of fizzling out, um, and oh. and Lucchese and his people, 
they they kind of were not really like a a conglomeration anymore. I don't know. They were they were called PCP Play Cuz Productions, and they had all kind of fizzled out too. So when I came into music, there really wasn't. There were artists, but there were already the locally established artists, but they weren't really like heavily doing stuff. Static moved to Denver, so he was doing stuff out of Denver. And uh, so in Casper, there wasn't really, you know, a lot going on music-wise. And all the shows that local artists could do were, if if Static didn't bring a show here and you didn't have a, a rhyme sick plug, you couldn't do a show. That's That's all there was to it. There was, what, maybe eight, rap concerts in Casper a year at that point, maybe. And, you know, most of them were local and maybe one big name artist or two big name artists a year. And most of the time, Rhymesick was the ones bringing them here. Tech Nine, or not Tech Nine, Chris Calico, uh, fucking, no, those was all Lex too, Dead Media. She, Lex brought Chris Calico and Twisted. But anyways, uh, my, point, I, my point is when I was doing this, there wasn't really like a lot of, a big stuff, you know what I mean? There was the locally established guys, and that was it, and they wasn't even really doing stuff. I don't think Nike was really doing stuff heavy. Uh, he was messing with Addiction and them, uh, Addict Records, um, and they was dropping songs, but they wasn't, like, dropping a lot of songs. I know they had Addiction. He's, like, a super scatterbrained dude. He's the one who recorded my first project, so he's, like, all over the place, you know. Uh, shout out to Addiction, uh, but his his... He had a lot going on. He was recording him, Philly Flames, me, Nike, uh, tons of artists. So they wasn't pumping out music. They were recording a lot. You know what I mean? They had a lot in the catalog. They just wasn't putting it out. So uh, So you were filling that void, and that's how the Rapper's Delight was born, huh? Funny story. Or was that kind of later on? No, that was later on. The Rapper's Delight came in about my second year, second year of doing music. So like I said, we was... I was depending on Rhymesick to do shows because Joe was my homie and Joe was their their Casper branch manager. And so every Rhymesick show in Casper I was on because Joe's my bro. So something happened. Uh, uh, one of my bros snatched up a Rhymesick dude and basically just told him he was going to fuck him up because he didn't like him. Um, and so when that happened... I had to ride with my bro, and you know what I mean? Even though I didn't really have, I didn't have nothing against none of the Rhymesick dudes because they've been showing me love, you know what I mean? But at the same time, my bro is my bro, so if he's not fucking with these dudes, then I can't do these shows no more, you know what I mean? So that's how Rapper's Delight came because um, Half Dead, who's Eric Hauser, and Guardian Angel, who's Jenica Hauser, their husband and wife, um, Eric is from here, and they used to do music down here. They moved to South Dakota, and they started Rapper's Delight. And, oh, okay. and so the first Rapper's Delight I had ever experienced was in South Dakota. And it was uh, Eric and Jen, they uh, invited me up there, said, uh, bro, come headline this show that we started up here. And and that's that's all it took for me was they said, come headline. They're like, uh, we could pay you $50 or something and come headline our show. And I'm like, man, you ain't got to pay me. Fucking, I get to headline a show. And so that's when I, the first time I went to Rapper's Delight in South Dakota Matter of fact, that was my first out-of-state show, period. So uh, mad love to Half Dead and Guardian Angel, Eric and Jenica. They're the shit. They're the, they birthed Rapper's Delight now. And that, so that's what got the bug in you for like letting other people, giving them the shot. That's exactly their first what, shot. That's and exactly. You, you, when, when you were telling me about this before, you were super, your biggest thing was like giving 
the thing that stood out that you were stoked about was um, people getting their first shot on stage. Yeah. And like, so it's like, a, it was like entry, entry level. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? For a lot of people. Exactly. Well, what I wanted to do is, because like with this this whole story that I've been telling, nobody was allowed to, I mean, not allowed, but you couldn't do shows unless you had a rhyme stick plug because they were the only one bringing shows here. Yeah. So mostly it was like me and Decipher, um, Doc Seuss, um, Fade, um, mostly the same, like five or six people, you know what I mean? Would do all the rhyme stick shows, would open. So... It was the same fucking show every single time. Every single, no matter if it was Project Pat or fucking Do or Die or who, it was the same fucking show every time until the big artist. You know what I mean? Right. So when I started Rapper's Delight, my bro got into it with one of those dudes. And so, man, I'm sitting here like I was literally laying in bed. It was like, because it's all happened at like two in the morning. Static hit me up. My bro hit me up. Everybody's hitting me up. And, uh, so I'm laying in bed, fuck, up till like three in the morning, wake up at like seven in the morning, like, I got it. I got it. I know exactly what I'm going to fucking do. So because I didn't want to steal the fucking, the whole format or the event, you know what I mean? And those are my people. I, I called them like, yo, I got this super sick ass idea to make the event bigger, you know, and it still be yours, but I want to, I want to expand it. Make your own chapter. Exactly. So I, you know, uh, at the time I was uh, fucking with Duke Wallace Heavy, and he had the Nebraska scene because that's where he's from, and so I was like, "Yo, bro, what we need to do?" And I called Eric and Jen. We all barbecued at my house, and I was like, "What we need to do is start a tri-state competition and pass champions between each other." You know, you win in Casper, you go headline in Nebraska. That's you so win tight. in Nebraska, you go headline in South Dakota. You win in South Dakota, you come headline in Casper. That's a good idea. So that's how how. Rapper's Delight that we know now was birthed. So um, I did it every month for the first two years. And it got super hard to get artists because we didn't even know there was this many artists in Casper. You know what I mean? And to do it every single month and to find at least six to eight competitors, two openers and a headliner. Or even just aspiring artists, right? Right, right, and right. That's like, so yeah. we didn't... So I wanted it to be inclusive. I wanted, no matter how I, Osh, felt about artist A through Z, no matter how I felt about their music, about them personally, you know what I mean? I always extended the olive branch because, like it or not, we're all part of the same scene. You know, as a, as a better reference, I'll say there needs to be, uh, there needs to be a Tupac all the way down to a fucking Uzi Vert. Or uh, not even uh, a little pump. You know what I mean? There needs to be that wide variation. Yeah. That's what makes it good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, I might not listen to that, but somebody fucking might. You know what I mean? There's a reason why they do that. The way you explain that, it's a lot like that for me when I watch MMA. Because I enjoy watching the high level. And I also watch, like watching like the PFL. Those are like the, the dudes that are like coming up or I even like you know lesser promotions i enjoy it all because like it's like you say that wide variety you get to see people that makes you appreciate that high level right. that much more right because like when you see somebody do something like spectacular and really exceptional you're you then when you're watching other fights you're like oh wow that's fucking 
Right, right. That's when you see special. when you see the the low grade, it makes you appreciate the high grade. Oh, it yeah. makes you understand the grind of what it takes to get there. Because I was just talking about this the other day. All these rappers keep dying, you know. All these famous rappers, and no matter if you listen to their music or not, you know what I mean. That's a person who had to work their fucking ass off. You don't understand how much work goes into this thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, just to make somebody relevant. What about somebody like? Um... Like some of these guys get, that get famous, like these the Island Boys. You know what I mean? Is that are they still grinding though? Are yes, they? they're, they they're are? grinding their fucking ass off. But I mean, here's the thing. Okay, it's it's it's, a, it's different with social media. talent is only going to take you so far, if anywhere. You know what I mean? Because if talent is what is what counted then all the street performers all over the world wouldn't be street performers. That's what's crazy. Is they're, like, they're so fucking talented, bro. That's like uh, that's like just some of the rappers that I listen to, Tara Reid, and like how that guy hasn't blown up, I don't know, because he makes all his own beats. The dude can fucking rap his ass off. You, See, it's it, more that it's, you need talent, you need a business sense, and you almost... You almost image. Image yeah, is the most absolutely. important thing. Yeah, and his image and it has is to be the MTV. I mean, the guy. Now I'm dating myself, but you know, it's the look. Yeah, you know, the TikTok look or whatever. Yeah, that's right. exactly what no, it right. is. It's yeah. it's all about relevance. And me and Duke, we I don't know if we coined the phrase, but uh, I'm gonna say we did because clout is what is what seems like it's the new currency, right? And so to have oh, a lot right. of clout, we call it bit clout. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like everybody's. It, it's not even a real fucking tangible thing. It's clout is not, it's not feeding my kids. You know what I mean? Unless I can work and turn that clout into dollars for my kids. You know what I mean? And there's a, a dude who's a fake Drake. He gets paid five thousand dollars appearance to look like Drake. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a real thing, bro. And he figured out how to grind and turn his clout into into dollars. But just. I, I've had clout in this town my whole fucking life, bro. That is, you know dude, what I mean? I'm telling you. Like, if anybody's got a shitload of, like, followers on, like, social media and shit like that, people know who you are. And I'm not, like, trying to, like, ride your nuts right here. I'm just, like, you know what I mean? Like, if of, of anybody you have one, like, tons of interaction on, like, just your personal page. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, it's, so, and, and then like, that's and, all like being a, a personality. That ties into being well, you a, got personality an image, in space, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, bro. But <laughs> when it comes to rhyme, I am the nicest. If playing is a crime, I am a lifer. Look at my diamond, they leave you blinded. Look in my mind, and it is so vibrant. When it comes to rhyme, I am the nicest. If playing is a crime, I am a lifer. Look at my diamond. So vibrant, illuminated vision. They light up my island. Every thought is a diamond. My words be so priceless. Be testing my patience. I will leave you silent. I shine like a light because I am so vibrant. Alone on my island, cause I am a misfit. The love that I had, no, I don't miss it. I'm flabbergasted. No, I don't get it. But this is my ass, so yes, you can kiss it. Lens keep on dissing and hoes keep on fucking. Money the mission, and so I. I trust no one. Rhymes keep on hitting, they gloves be so golden. Maybe I'm tripping, I need to roll one. Instead of them trees, I use dreams for my blunt. I break them on down and I roll them all up. Get lost in that smoke, that hope dances around me. Ain't no way I can choke, ain't no doubt that can drown me. When it comes to rhyme, I 
crisis If playing is a crime, I am a lifer Look at my diamond, they leave you blinded Look in my mind and it is so vibrant When it comes to rhyme, I am the nicest If playing is a crime, I am a lifer Look at my diamond, they leave you blinded Look in my mind and it is so vibrant When it comes to rhyme, I am the nicest If playing is a crime, I am a lifer Look at my diamond, they leave you blinded Look in my mind and it is so vibrant Luminescence and presence impresses my mental yeah. Chess is a checkers, I got what you fight for yeah. You resentful and spiteful, I rise like the Eiffel yeah. You lied to and tried to stifle the rightful uh. The mindful have right to snipe you with rifles yeah. And if I decide to, I'll write a new bible yeah. Mind you the time you decipher the violence Instead just be mindful and retain your vibe. No, 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 I didn't write this, the beat gave me ideas I opened my mouth and the words come out flying My lifeline is crime when I can't get my mind right I hate licks and make flicks, it gets me through the night Semis and gunplay is old, 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 old shit No, 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 don't play or I turn to Kobe Cook you like sorbet, so don't sing like Moray The glory is for me, I'm telling the story We started Rapper's Delight here, and uh, and like I said, I wanted it to be all-inclusive, bro. So, like, the artists that, you know, I feel, like, super proud of because I've helped them, like, uh, Whitewood Sprite, bro. Like, if you if you get out into the rap scene in Casper right now, bro, he's so young, and his name is, like, super fucking hot right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Mighty Q, uh, Reese, and these dudes were doing things before Rapper's Delight, but... Rappers Delight gave them that platform to to really shine. You know what I mean? I, and and get plenty of experience on stage. That's that's what it all is, bro. Too. So like, uh, and and a lot of people hit me up, you know. And there's a lot of kids, uh, or adults, you know. They're that. Hey, what do I got to do to to get a, a opening or a headliner slot? And you know, I'll tell them honestly. Like, look, honestly, as a an event promoter and running the event, what I look for is you know your confidence in yourself on the stage and can you bring a crowd you know what i mean and your music so you know there's a lot of artists out there and and now it's super easy you could go buy a a, a focus right bundle with the interface and a mic you know for 160 something dollars you know what i mean so anybody could be a rapper now but what are you going to do with that because it's like when I was a kid, I used to write poems. You know what I mean? There wasn't a, a legit outlet for this. You know, 8 Mile came out, and there was like five or six kids in Casper who thought they could rap. You know what I mean? They was like trying to battle each other, and then it evolved into SMK and Nike and all the like eight of them or nine of them, you know, who started doing shit, and it snowballed from there. But like a, you know, a guy that sucks could, with the right motivation and like drive, could end up being really six good. nine. Yeah. Well, I know not him. I, I don't but mean that's I what mean, I'm saying. Bro. I mean, like, like you, in, in you don't term- have to be a good human being. You I know? mean, in discredit terms- him as a fucking human being. He got super rich. No, yeah. His, everybody listened to his fucking music, whether they liked it or not. Somebody heard it or at least seen a picture of his oh, music yeah. video or something. That's not what I'm saying, though. I mean, I'm saying like those guys that thought they could rap. Like that's where it starts, though, right? What do you mean? Like 
everything's got a beginning. You, maybe you suck in the beginning, but with enough. Yeah, no, I still, like a, I still don't think I'm that great, bro. But like it, like I said, it's a fucking image thing. I'm not terrible, but I'm not my favorite, even local artist. You know what I mean? Not even close. I've heard you say that. It's it's a fucking time. fact, bro. Yeah. It's I'm, I don't even crack the fucking top ten. I really don't. I could sit here and name Who, who's number one of all local artists Put, that are my favorite. Up, Michael Ruiz, Michael Ruiz, Styles. He's number one in my book. He's my he's my favorite. There's Big Smoke, so fucking sick. Rick Bliss is probably in my eyes right now the best fucking freestyle artist in Casper that I personally know. Because His video, uh, that uh, Reservoir Dogs video, right? Didn't he? Inglorious Bastards. Or Inglor- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was really tight. I made that video. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that and Rick Bliss. Don't know you, buddy, but we, we, we'd like to have but, you on. Uh, uh, let's see. I could keep going, bro. White with a Sprite. Like I said, he's so fucking sick. The Mighty Q, Reese. Man, all these, they're all young, bro. You know what I mean? With the exception of me and Rick. I mean, Rick's still way younger than me, but he's he's 30 now, you know? So, um, How do you find these guys? Or like, where do you listen to them? Uh, a lot of them, actually, because now there's distribution sites like CD Baby and... Uh, tune core and and things like that to where the every average er, everyday artist can upload his music to itunes spotify uh, all that stuff i'm on a, over 600 different streaming platforms you Damn, know really? yeah yeah my last album was through uh distributed through gt empire who like distributes all these dudes who've been dying how long has it been since you put out an album we dropped hating or loving earlier this year i want to say March or April, March or April earlier this year, Hating or Loving, and we recorded that in at the Hideaway Studio in Vegas, and that's recorded uh, Tech Nine, Ozzy Osbourne, Evanescence, uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Like you walk down this sixty foot hall back to the recording booth, and it's just lined with plaques of all these artists who have recorded here. And I'm like, holy fuck, I'm recording here. This is where I'm recording my album at. Ah, damn. But we did that so. Uh, GT Empire people would take us serious to distribute to distribute our shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, go take it to the next level. Exactly. So, do you think it's still relevant this day and age to make an album, or is it more valuable to crank out single after single? Um, singles are only relevant if you if you put a video to it. You could still drop whole uh, projects if you if you promote it right. And in everything nowadays is run through videos. If you don't got a video. You're so irrelevant that you might as well, you know, go back to the drawing board. It used to be back in the day that like the record label would fund the videos, right? And then now, right, right. now it's uh, the rappers. Have- well, it's because we learned that we have more control yeah. as an independent artist. So say, just- Oz from the Ghost gets a hundred thousand dollar deal from Company A, right? So it depends if I'm getting it on the front end or the back end. What's in my contract? Most of them get it in advance on the front end so say i get a hundred thousand dollars up front that means i owe them all that until my album and all my stuff pays that back and then and i don't make a fucking dollar besides that advance until after that so say they give me a hundred thousand dollars and i only make twenty thirty thousand dollars in in profits for them i owe them seventy thousand dollars now if i take everything on the back end uh, then they pay me for everything as soon as my album starts selling. One one album, and I make it on the back end. 
versus the other way i'm a hundred thousand in debt out the gate yeah i just watched a podcast recently like on joe rogan um jewel yeah where she was talking about um she's so smart dude yeah like uh she was homeless and then bro i've been uh, in love with jewel since the 90s when i was oh yeah who hasn't (laughs) but like so she was homeless um had like a really hard life before that even and um ended up singing in this like cafe and gained this massive or, i mean a good following of people regulars that would come in to hear her sing and then some record they they gave her guy. demo they gave her demo to a radio station and they started getting requests yeah. and then so they she gets the record deal and they offer her a million dollar advance yeah and she turned it down but that made it so like she made massive amounts of money off of her album sales. Yep. And that's what she did. She took everything on the back end. Yeah. So like, like she got every dollar she, from yeah. every album sale out the gate because she didn't take nothing up front. And got filthy rich to the point that it she didn't even have to make another album if she didn't want to. Bro, she made lullabies for her kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody listens to that. You know what I mean? Unless somebody wants to make a, you know, some hipster mom gets an album for their kid you know what i mean and then she's like feeling like she's getting too famous so she takes two years off to like slow the hype train like who does that right smart and rich people smart really smart smart people for anybody well i honestly bro so like even Back to the Rapper's Delight thing. This last competition that we just had this last Saturday was the last Rapper's Delight competition ever. Why is that? Are you going to, you got something else in the works? Exactly. What's going on? Exactly because of what you just said, bro. Sometimes you got to stop and take a step back, you know, and not that I'm stopping music because I'm actually still working on stuff. But no, you're taking it to the next level. I'm doing something bigger. I'm taking, I have, the only help I get with Rapper's Delight is the help that I pay for. Okay. So if I'm not coming out of pocket or taking the profit from my show, then I'm not getting any help. And it's hard to do that, you know, for it's been three and a half years now and to buy myself. And I do it every time because I believe in in the hip hop scene here and because I don't want the hip hop scene to go away. You know what I mean? So what's your plan? Um, What I'm going to do, I'm starting a business. Um, I don't really want to talk about it yet. Okay. Um, I was wondering if uh, you were keeping it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until his, it's it's a good one, and I don't want I don't yeah. you know no, not that good. I'm a fucking genius, but it's a no, good idea good. that could easily be taken. Oh, so. you're good. you're good. Um, no worries. But you're gonna make 3D printers that make larger 3D printers. That'd be tight. That print wrappers. So he's gonna be like <laughs> that. Print money so you could buy more 3D printers. <laughs> but uh, no, that I'm gonna and I'm gonna start working on my uh, visual my visual stuff. So I have Aquarius Eight Studios has always been quote-unquote audio video you know uh studio but it's always been more of the uh, you're talking music gear uh, and washes the other mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's exactly what it's going to be i'm going to need them both you know because the the local artists are going to need music videos well the music videos are your bread and butter too I've got right a crazy, right exactly that's crazy exactly music what it is video idea for you i'll still i stole from another friend 
So you know how they blur out things on a video, like a uh, like a trademark or whatever, like your Fender shirt. Yeah, they bl- they blur out the Fender. <laughs> so the guy in the video looks down and sees his shirt's blurred out, and just the whole po- video is him just trying to get that cleaned and washed off. And then he takes and it to so the cleaner, just and it's never, it gets cleaned, and that's just the whole. And it's never done. And then you just gave your idea to everyone. That's right. You have to give into the universe to <laughs> get back. There you go. There yeah. you go. That's karma. You, you know, and, and not is- even that, but. If the, if the idea is just in my head. It's never going to go anywhere else. That's what I tell all these artists That's about their true. music, too. That's yeah. what I tell. When a dude's hesitant, say, if you made music, right, and I approached you because I heard you made music, and you're just putting it up on SoundCloud or something, right? And I'm, that would be my argument is, uh, you know, Picasso didn't paint pictures and throw them in the closet. You know, he had to put them out in an art gallery. Whether you liked it or fucking not, it's out there for the world, you know? And somebody will like it. Somebody's going to like it. And now they're masterpieces. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. are out here making masterpieces a in the of, fucking basement and no one never hears it. A lot of well, people no. didn't make it, didn't like it too at the time either. Yeah. You know, from the postmodern and, or that abstract style from the traditional. Yeah. Uh, my favorite. You know, to be honest, style. I don't fucking like it. So. Yours is who? A lot of people don't. Who? Picasso? Cubist? No, you said your favorite artist? Salvador Dali. Oh, okay. But he could paint realist realistically to a T. He just got bored with it and made a dream landscape. And just went crazy. Yeah. He was That's better with though. larger ideas. That's better like though. Nuclear fission when it came Dolly out. was the one who made the like the clock that was wilting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, it's he's good. Surreal. I like uh, uh Diego Rivera. Well people love shit that's different. Like that's much that's what as, art it, that's what mu- art is. You know what's funny about that is like people appreciate art and music and shit from all over the place but there's still this racism issue it's crazy like not to get into all that but like it's just you know what i mean it's, it's what do you mean like a white power dude uh, liking rap music or like uh yeah, it's a, a black dude liking heavy metal or punk rock it's like or something? we can appreciate each other's art but then when it comes to like Skin color gets ridiculous. It, that all boils people. down to fear, bro. It's that, stupid. It all boils down to fear. It's so stupid. I was listening to this thing on, I don't remember if it was NPR or something, but uh, it was saying there was this trial drug that blocks your fear inhibitors and they would give them to blatantly racist people that were openly racist. And then after they took the drug, ask them how they felt about it and they were felt less threatened. And so, you know, they're like, well, you know, it ain't really that bad. Or, you know, maybe I was raised like this or... You know, then they started trying to minimize or find excuses when before it was, you know, F you to everything, you know. Yeah. If, if you're not like me, then fuck you. Yeah, that's stupid. But, anyway. you know, I'm, yeah, that's that's not nothing I Yeah, really let's not go about. there. Let's, I, I love all races, honestly. My daughter's white, no, my yeah, son's black. Absolutely. I'm Mexican and native, you know what I mean? I. That's Anyway, so... You had a new. You got. You said you have a new album coming up. Yeah, right? yeah. It's called uh, "Vibrant." Is the name of the album. Um, I'm looking for a December release date. Uh, I just shot a music video two weekends ago. Um, shout out to uh, Daisy the rapper, uh, Zoe Newbine, or David Newbine. Uh, he shot the video for me, and uh, he shot me a rough copy of the layout yesterday, and. Uh, so he's tweaking some things. So this one's going to be like a two-parter. You know how you ever seen a music video that's two music videos, but like it'll transition in the middle and switch to the other one. So that's basically what it is. I've never done that before, and I kind of always wanted to do it. So That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've got, um, I don't know, 
20 something music videos out and the last maybe four or five were really, really good. You know, before that I was shooting them by myself and editing on iMovie, you know, just learning. You know, I talked to Nike, DJ Nike, and I watched a couple of his video videos and, hey, bro, how'd you do this? He's like, oh, uh, this dude shot it. This dude edited it, you know. He had me do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep. Actually, the dude who edited you it. could do it, though, right? I was talking could about you? edited my first video. Yeah, I've done little bits of editing everywhere around. Ian is our, yeah, actually my boss. He's actually the video expert of the of the crew. Yeah, audio is way harder mm -hmm. than video. So if you could do audio, you could for sure do video. And you can be more forgiving of a bad video than bad audio. You yeah. could cover up a bad video so easy. Yeah. So easy. Yeah, bad audio is way hard. You like, can't, the last thing you want to do is re-record something. There's no such thing as fixing it in pre in post. Yeah. Fix it in pre. Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Why is it harder with the like if it's a damaged piece of audio, it's damaged. Oh, okay. You know, well, I thought you meant like whether that's like you see him, you see him peeking ribbon. over, or they don't, they're not peeking because he's got it turned down enough low. to where it won't peak. But if he turns it up, then it, it peaks and it sounds like shit. And it okay. comes overdriven, and you can't do anything about that. Well, say say it's I got a lot of the <laughs> those in there. It's gonna sound like fucking shit while I'm trying to record a song. You know what I mean? Plosives. Yeah. Yeah, so explosives, Plo like explosion, but plosives. Oh, plosives. Yeah, I got you. And they're actually not too bad on these mics because no, these are really good. Mics. Yeah, these are that, really good. Mics. They're designed to not do that. I, I got a fucking eight hundred dollar mic that Lil Wayne uses, and it's not this good. <laughs> what the fuck? What's the right <laughs> type of mic? These are about that much, though. Aren't they? they? Like the can, uh, they're five hundred. Mine's a mine's a Neumann. It's a oh, little yeah. sucker. It's only about that big. That's the the Rolls Royce of them. Yeah, you, you get a good mic like that. You you have to stop treating the mic and you have to treat the room and the yeah. space. Yeah, yeah, because it picks up everything. Uh, that's yeah, that's what I was saying. My my mic picked up everything. I so sat you, it in the middle of the room. Weren't you saying um, who was it had a golden one of these that he Rush used? Limbaugh? There you go. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they, behind the behind the golden mic. Yeah, yeah. IEB Studios, right? That's yep. tight. Yeah, I listened to Rush Limbaugh for a long time. He's a word wizard, bro. I want to go. He's a word mic. wizard. I'm gonna I'm a I'm a student of word wizards. Anybody who's really good with words. Oh yeah. Anne Rice, she wrote uh uh Interview with the Vampire and Queen of the Damned and stuff. She's my favorite author ever. In prison, I used to fall asleep reading her books and my dreams were like elaborately narrated. It was amazing. I I'd wake up and like my thoughts would still be narrated like the way she wrote. So yeah. Words have always been my thing. Yeah, I listened to a lot of audiobooks and read a lot too and it is weird um like when you stop reading it, your your mental the way you think does change it's it's like when when you when you read a lot um it does expand your mind yeah like for, oh, so, for sure like that's what you're talking about is like that's your mind working a good in an elevated state because you stimulated it with that book. Right. It was overstimulated is what that, it was. Well, that's yeah. not good too. Well, but. so, I mean, I, at this time I was in the hole in prison, so all I did was read while I was awake, so. Right. But yeah, so books, books. So I just started the Sandman part two. Holy sheep shit. You want to talk about comic stuff? Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. Love Neil Gaiman, Gaiman, whatever. Have you, have you read them? The, the comics? Yes. And the books. The books, no. The Sandman, yeah. So uh, I finished part one. It's in fucking insane. It's like if DC could, and I, and I told Cluffy, you this did before, tell me about this last if, week or if so. If DC could make 
one movie as good as one of their books, it would blow the whole MCU or out of the fucking water. Or as good as one of their it animated wouldn't even, movies? It wouldn't even contest. It wouldn't even contest. The Sandman Part 1 is better than the whole fucking MCU. I've, I'm like barely into Part 2 and it's insane. It's so good. They are making Better than the whole fucking MCU. Out of, out of Sandman. Really? Yes. So I didn't know that Lucifer and all that shit tied in at all. Oh, yeah. I didn't know any of that. Well, then they're also All the talk, WB stuff. And they're tying uh, lock and key into, or I'm talking comics now, uh, but yeah, but yeah, Lucifer into. Yeah, so he's in, he's in the, in uh, the Sandman books. So. Uh, Constantine too, maybe? No. Uh, no. Yeah, Constantine, Constantine's Later in on. Sandman 1. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Damn, I need to read this. Bro, it's insane. So in in the second one, the one I'm in right now, he uh Morpheus, who's the Lord of Dreams, uh is going to battle uh Lucifer and Lucifer resigns as Lord of Hell and doesn't he's like, Yeah, I don't wanna really wanna fight you, I'm over it. I said I was gonna kill you before, I don't really give a shit. Bye. <laughs> and he gives him hell. He gives hell to Morpheus. So yeah, that and I read the uh the Thanos uh the hell was it called? Yeah, you told me about this one. It sounds Thanos Titan Titan. I don't want to say unleashed, but it's like Titan something. It's like his prequel. It goes from when he was like a kid all the way up through birth. He finds out about his mom and his his dad was like a head engineer of his planet. And that's when he proposed first the the what did he what's the word he used? Where it's not a oh discriminate. Uh, yeah. You know, it's the, uh, the merciful when, when... genocide. <laughs> The merciful killings. The lottery. Yeah, basically. And he he uh when he first proposed it, he proposed that he he do it first before Ima- anybody. Could you imagine though? Like just a fucking lottery and you're like got your ticket and you're like I don't know, no, bro. No, I mean, no, fuck I'm gonna I got For the betterment for the betterment of, betterment of forever, if it's like proven like, hey, we're this fucking smart and we our science and mathematic and engineering proves that if we do this, this will happen, then but you know, nobody for would my be, kids forever. Fuck it, I'd do it. Uh, a lot of people would. A lot of people, a lot wouldn't, of people do that, wouldn't. You know what too, I mean? yeah. Especially humans. It's, a lot of people. Human would be mind selfish. is driven to survive. You know. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to die for shit. Nope. It's yeah, it's true. Like uh, a lot of people would not be on board with that. <laughs> no one would trust that would actually work. Right. No one would trust the science behind it. You guys read any well, of the Star Wars books? A, I know Cleffy's read Star Wars oh, books. You read Star Wars books, dude. Just to the stuck to the movies, pretty much. Or I had to stop reading Star Wars books and read other shit. Yeah, me too. I had to stop. Me like too. I don't anymore, because I did for like four years. I was reading and listening to nothing but Star Wars. So and it was I, all the old, um, what well, they call it, legends now. The, uh, it used to be the expanded universe, the EU. Yeah, it's called. It was the EU. So much better, but we're not. I mean, we what can, the EU is better than what. Is that what you just said, though? I was asking. So much better than, like, the current story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The current story is trash. Since <laughs> since Disney took over, the only movie that I enjoyed, the graphics of every single one of them, the only story that I liked was Rogue One. I try to appreciate it all just because I try to just... Not lo- be that lo- guy? Lo- yeah. And try to just love it for what it is. Right. It's like, because how can you just sit there... Like, like that's the big problem with the Star Wars fandom in general is like 
so many people shitting on the thing that they claim to love and it's like it is what it is you can't change it like i get that maybe it's not what you would have made thing. it's like it's like when you're when your old lady gets that one gets around that one friend that don't fucking like you and it's just different yeah it's like man i don't really fucking like how she acts when she's around her that's what star wars did got around disney and i don't like it no more <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that bitch you know what I mean? Ed, the graphics are amazing, bro. Once when when I found out that Disney bought them, I was like, "Well, fuck! At least we know that the graphics are going to be fucking awesome." Because Pirates was amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. Graphic wise, Pirates was fucking phenomenal. So that's what I was excited about. Because reading the EU books, you're like, "Man, there's all these other species that we never even get to see in the George Lucas movies." You know, they only show the Twi'leks and like five or six other creatures, and that's it. Well, and yeah, and just the story crafting in general like just the overarching quality of story is so much better uh you get trilogies like the bane trilogy you should oh, read man you should uh that's my favorite that's my you favorite you get you get uh the plagueis book um even the tarkin book is really fucking good and uh like even I'm on my second Thrawn. I haven't started Tarkin. Um, I did Ahsoka. Second Thrawn. There's a new trilogy, a Thrawn trilogy. Is that's like new Thrawn? Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old Thrawn's way better. Oh yeah. Oh, the EU. That, everything that is, way is okay, bro. Kylo so and Ray. Bill, Kylo and Ray are a straight ripoff of Jason and Jaina. Oh yeah, but the shitty version. The shitty. Oh my. The way shitty version. <laughs> the way shitty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Darth Kytus would amazing. Darth Kytus would wipe the fucking floor with all these motherfuckers. Yeah, by him, Jaina, bro. And then that, forget about Luke. Like he makes. Remember? Did you read any? Yeah, the EU's with Luke. Yeah. No, with the uh, the with the uh, what was it? Um, Legacy of the Force. Oh yeah, I read them all. Oh, they're good. Yeah. Um, if you dude, if you're into like reading books or have time, and want to read some of that. Uh, fuck! It's hard to say where to start, though. What do you in general with the EU? Yeah, I, the Darth Bane trilogy is my favorite. That's a good start. It's point. because I like when there was hundreds of thousands of Sith versus hundreds of thousands. But you of Jedi. can go before that, even in the Old Republic. Yeah, yeah. I got I got the Lost Book or Lost Tribes of the Sith book. Oh, I have that, and then the uh, the the Jedi Handbook, and then the, yeah, oh yeah, the, I got that. the uh, the Book of the Sith. Yeah. Oh, is that? You weren't talking about the... No, I was talking those? about a story. It's called The Lost Tribes of the Sith. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's where the Dark Jedi one. get banished. Yeah, and yeah. And they, they meet the actual Sith species. And then you find out that Darth is was originally came from Dartha, and that means Dark Lord of. And they were the Dark Lord of the Sith because the Sith were a species. And these Dark Jedi came and they ruled over them. Mm-hmm. And then the Masazi were like the lesser version of the Sith. They were the, the they acolytes. didn't have they didn't have the force their powers yeah their uh... so have the on Yavin four the bases on Yavin four mm-hmm. that the rebels use the pyramid things those were built by the Masazi species by uh, Exar Kun who was a Sith made him make those temples which harnessed dark side energy uh-huh. so he could be like filled with the dark side yeah and so like in the Darth Bane trilogy um, so that's later on. Like, um, and Darth, he, he Darth start, Bane was the one who started fucking, the rule of two. Yeah, he started the rule of two, and after that, there were only thirty Sith in that line up to Darth Sidious. To Sidious, 
and he's supposed to, uh, he is the Sithari, which they um, talk about a little bit. It's supposed to be the Sith, like, chosen one. He yeah, he's like the, the ultimate he, Sith. The, the guy that completely, like, gives himself to the, the dark side no matter what it does to him. Like, he is... Well, so all Sith, all Sith are supposed... That's a requirement to become but, a Sith. Well, I mean, that. so, like, that's kind of the point of all that is, like, they were doing half measures. That's why I was hoping Kylo Ren would kill his fucking mom because he killed his dad. Because you don't necessarily have to be a Sith to use the dark side, right? So, like, so the guys in the Army of Darkness or what were they called? Yeah, that's what they were or something um, like In the Bane trilogy, that was his whole bitch is, like, there were... Too many fucking Sith, and it was diluting. There were crabs in a bucket. It was diluting the power of the dark side overall. Like it needed to be contained in one. Uh, His issue was that the way that the Sith operated was that there were so many that like there the would Jedi. be there would be a Lord, and the acolytes would all plot and kill the Lord. And by doing so that, the weaker, they were never becoming. Yeah, they were just the weaker guys would kill the the more powerful, and then and so they were weakening would, themselves all over. And not only that, but too many people using it in general. He thought that the dark side should be used by one. Uh, all-powerful master and one apprentice. And then when the apprentice is ready, he challenges the master and proves that he is stronger. So it never weakens. It never the, weakens. It only gets stronger. Yeah. Because the apprentice can't take over unless they're stronger than the master. And so, and it didn't always work that way. It, um, it got a little messed up at times during that that line, but it... Like Darth Millennial fucked it up. Yeah. A few of them fucked it he up. He tried to like merge uh, the light and the dark, and it made him go crazy. He like lost his mind. There's a lot. Sith lore is my favorite. Yeah. That's what I've done most yeah, of my reading on, stuff. the Sith stuff. We could talk about Star Wars for days. I'm down. <laughs> I can, bro. Especially that shit, dude. I can, bro. Kyber crystals, lightsabers, Ugh. everything. Tython. Uh, that's some of uh, the best stuff. Ashla and Bogan, bro. I can go for that's days. Some of the best stuff in in the Bane trilogy is when he's hunting uh, the Sith artifacts, the holocrons, and like finding because he also uh, sees the hypocrisy in what they're doing um, because they're banishing old teachings and they're like, uh, "What the old way? That's bullshit. This is the way we're doing. It's better." And Bane, like, saw through that, and he was like, fuck that. Like, these dudes were, like, blowing up stars and shit with the Force. Like, I want to do that. Like, and, like, they were, like... So, yeah, he dismantles, like, the Sith army. No, there was the Thought Bomb. One of the the, the head Sith did that. Yeah, he finds plans in one of these holocrons on how to the thought bomb uh ritual mm-hmm. um and gets talk gets them talks them into using this thing and it's basically they meditate and they have to be like sitting in a circle like stuck there and you're in a trance it killed everything on the planet that and was yeah, force it's sensitive a, it's a bomb that it's, yeah it killed everything force sensitive on the it planet was, everything except for him and this little girl and wiped out 
everyone, including the the Je- whole Jedi the, army, the, Jedi the whole army. Sith army. Yeah, the hundreds of thousands of them on this planet fighting each other. And it wasn't the whole. Them. They sent a hundred uh, Jedi from the army that like um, uh, volunteered. No, the actual Jedi. Yep. They had their armies though. So the, the Sith army, had their the, army that was actually they just sent most people. of the Jedi off planet, but like a hundred Jedi, and that by the way is Hoth. So the thought bomb like changed the ecosystem mm-hmm. of the planet mm-hmm. and turned it into a nice world. Hmm. So the Sith do that shit in all their books. You know, like a, the big time ones, they'll like wipe out whole fucking planets where other Sith go there and they f- say it feels like hollow. Like they say the force is supposed to you're supposed to be through everything, and on these planets, it's void of everything. And it's called Hoth because uh, the Jedi general was General Hoth. I named my daughter after two different Star Wars characters. <laughs> it's so there's so much history, dude. It's so good. You know what I mean? You got to read some of this stuff. We just told you all the fucking book, but not, not even. Not even. Not even. <laughs> it's three books. Like it's good shit. Yeah, I could go for Star Wars all day. Like all the all the movies. <laughs> I don't, bro. Over a thousand times, I've watched them all together. I've watched every single movie hundreds of times. Period. No, ma- no matter which one. Yeah, bro. When it's not football season, all I watch is Star Wars. That's like all I fucking watch. So for two or three months, all I might watch is fucking Revenge of the Sith. You Are you watching uh, the Clone Wars and stuff too? Uh, I do just for the information. Um, I'm going to say probably seasons three to the end are the only clone. I don't like the Bass ba- Bad Batch. I don't like the Bad Batch. I tried watching it. I don't uh, like... Uh, I liked them in the show. Like, I thought they were a cool idea, and then the show was like, meh. Yeah. I didn't like... Uh, what was the other one they did? The other animated one. Rebels. I didn't like Rebels. I liked how they introduced I, I a lot liked, of things. I liked Rebels to a point, but yeah, like you said, there was like... They introduced things that That's were what I liked, cool. just for the information yeah. aspect. But other than that, I didn't like the, the storyline. Like Ezra... Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, There's cool stuff. Like, the last season is really cool. Like, after... Um, what's the main... the His master? Kanan. Uh, Kanan, yeah. So, after he is... I read his book, too. That's... It's good. Like, the uh, Rebels prequel book, where he's, like, uh, drunk and shit before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good Where book. he meets the Twi'lek chick. Yeah. When it goes from when he was an apprentice to a that is a really young good adult. Book. You have read some shit then, huh? Bro. <laughs> I, yeah. I see you, player. Yeah, bro. That's <laughs> like what you said. I had to stop reading Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I had to be like, enough. And I didn't and even it, I didn't even stop, bro. I'm still like, I'm reading the new ones. Like but with, I found, with Leia when she starts the resistance and all that shit. Oh, that was, um, fuck. Was that was one of the new ones. They're all like the, the, after, silu- the yeah. silhouette style covers. I forget what they're yeah, called. Yeah, they're the good. Tri- that was a series. good book, too. Yeah. Uh, the aftermath trilogy was really fucking good too. It was like the prequel series before uh, uh, the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read the first one. So it like kind of gives you a history on. So all, I didn't finish the last two. I don't think they came out yet. <clears throat> and I jumped to Ahsoka, and then into the Thrawn trilogy, and then I went way off base and fucking bro. I've been stuck in nonfiction for like the last. Yeah, I've been year reading year and a half. This shit's got me depressed, bro. I had to stop. <laughs> you I gotta had, stop. I had that to go back to too. fiction. Yeah, because if you get like that one book, I was trying to get you to read that fucking uh, uh, Hunter Gatherer's 
guide to the 21st century, mm-hmm. you would like it. Like, you would like it. And then I've read a few of Neil deGrasse Tyson's books. Those are really great, too. Um, but you're you're reading more, like, autobiography type stuff? Uh, historical figures and, like, government... Uh, not conspiracy, because it's not conspiracy shit. It's all factually proven. Yeah, you know, declassified files, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the Phoenix program and shit like that. You know what I mean? Uh, the the Mac, Mac V. Sog program. You know, all these assassination programs, you know, uh, how they wrongfully convicted the wrong people who killed Malcolm X, the dude who did it still floating around. You know what I mean? They, bro, you ever watched DJ Vlad? Mm-mm. Bro, DJ Vlad single-handedly brought to the light to the world who killed Tupac and Biggie. Who was it? Uh, Orlando Anderson killed uh, Tupac, and uh, I forget the dude's name who who's killed it, Biggie. Who's Orlando Anderson? He was a, a Southside Compton Crip. He was the dude that they jumped in the MGM Grand the night that Tupac got killed. Oh, because they knew he did it. Or they, no, they jumped him before. They jumped him before. And you. that's that's why he got shot. It was Tupac's boys that did it? Or jumped him? Tupac, jumped, Tupac was the, one, the first one to ran upon him and punched him in the face. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then they and then they all stomped him out. And Yeah, and I haven't really, that's one story. I watched a ton of like sports documentaries. So I was like obsessed with that shit like my whole life bro like I've, I've listened to every fucking watched every tupac conspiracy dvd on, oh, from yeah. suge set him up to the fucking record label set him up to to everything bro every, everything and now it's everything just, it makes so much goddamn sense once you hear it because i've i've heard them all you know what i mean then when you hear the real story like holy shit it was so simple and it makes sense it's, it's just normal normal it was, it was just a gang retaliation shit bro the dude he beat up was a, a, a crip and yeah. gang gang fucking mentality dictates retaliation. Uh, people tend to grand grand make things uh, bigger than they have to be. Bro, like, that's how like, I feel about fucking UFOs. Uh, yeah, I was like, come on, and, and people. So they said seventy percent of all UFO sightings are uh, the planet. Is it Uranus or Jupiter? One of those two. Okay, so seventy percent, right? And then, so you read Operation Paperclip and books like that, and you find out about Nazi technology that they had, saying that they had uh, space flying saucers that could fly faster than our aircraft do today and could do 90-degree turns at that speed, okay? So if they had that 100 years ago, what the fuck do they Why didn't they fucking win? Well, anyways, if they had you know that hundred I mean? years ago, I'm not what saying do I they wanted got them now? to win because we got half of their scientists. So what the fuck do we got? You know, and that was a hundred years ago, bro. We got a hundred years you worth s- of advancements on whatever that was. Are you saying that you think they actually had that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think that for sure. For sure, I do. I I don't think that they beat us with that because they didn't have the fucking. It was all brand new because the V twos were brand brand new when we beat them, right? Because if they would have fully unleashed, if there would have been a V three, we would have been fucked. You know what I mean? They didn't get that far before we stopped them. Hmm. These were all brand new, you know, uh, what's it? Prototypes. That's the word. So uh, my my brother-in-law sends me a picture last year. In the 1940s? He, he believes in, yeah, bro, it was 100 it, goddamn years ago, bro. I don't know. That's reaching. It's not, bro. Read Operation Paperclip, and you get it all from the declassified files. This why is do, not fictional. Why do we assume that this time now is the most advanced 
humanity has ever been. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think that at all. But like, I don't think they had better technology than we have now. It's not better, bro. We don't know what it's they have now. Inter- what they okay? So what we know that the Pentagon has is thirty years after the fact, bro. They thought of lasers and fucking shit. Like the first laser was called a Maser. Okay, and that was thirty years before we ever even knew what a laser was outside of science fiction. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a fucking fact, bro. And so what I'm I say that to say this. So if the Nazis had this a hundred fucking years ago, so what kind of technology? What do we have now? Okay, so my 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 uh, uh, brother in law, <laughs> my brother in law, wholeheartedly tries to convince me of aliens, and not that I don't believe aliens are real, right? If co- mathematically. Just oh, yeah. logically, they have yeah, to be out there. Be. Alien intervention on Earth is where I get fucked up, right? Why would they go hundreds of thousands of light years, not hundreds of thousands of years, to, hundreds of thousands of light years to come probe cows and knock over fucking corn stalks? That doesn't make no goddamn sense. If some, they're that advanced, they got a grander plan. And why than would that. they even hide? Right. And so what I'm saying is this. We right? would be like my, ants my, on an uh, anthill to them. If they had that ability to fly light years and like get here... We would be fucked. Yeah. Like, no, there ain't no Independence Day fucking win. Fuck that. They will fuck us up. And they won't even have to land here. So my thing is what I was what I was saying. My point was uh, aliens on Earth, right? People discredit the human mind, the ability of what this thing can do, you know, when it tries. Einstein figured out the theory of relativity on a fucking chalkboard, bro. You know what I mean? He didn't do that with with fucking high powered telescopes and fucking computers. Yeah, he was the that was a human mind at, a, at its he was fucking the founder of the thought experiment. Right? right. So, so that's my point of what I'm saying. So, uh, where was we? Where do we start with the alien shit? <laughs> I don't know. God damn it! We went. Uh, oh shit! Technology. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the uh, 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 people. Uh, putting stock into shit that isn't real, right? So, like, I kept, I keep trying to tell the story. My my brother in law a year ago, I was just looking at my text messages the other day. I was just telling the story. He fucking, he's trying to convince me that aliens are for sure real. He sees UFOs all the time. He's a truck driver, right? So then he sends me this picture. See, I fucking told you they're real. He's like, there's like fucking thirty of them. Look, he sends me a picture of it, bro. And there's like all these lights, boom, 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 across the night sky like this, right? I hop straight on Google. Uh, first thing I type. SpaceX, bro. First thing in the news, SpaceX doing satellite tests tonight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People just aren't willing to dig. They Everybody wants to make something bigger than what it really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, and then out and out, like a lot of those stories, people are just making it up to, you know, people want to be noticed. And, well, like, like what your guy Neil Tyson DeGrasse says, bro, the eyeball is like the worst scientific tool that there is because yeah. everybody's is, I have astigmatisms when I drive down the road I'm not seeing shit you're seeing you know what I mean aliens yeah uh, but so why I don't know bro well I was in prison and I met a lot of people who were super off right I met this Buddhist dude who was a paranoid schizophrenic so on top of his Buddhism you heard voices you know what I mean so this dude would he he was plotting this lost lawsuit against state the whole time I, I was in there with him. And so every day he'd call his mom and give her this new information. So he'd file this, he could file this lawsuit sooner or later. And uh, one day he's meditating. He's got his, his Buddhist uh, CD playing and it's like gongs and uh, chants and stuff. And he jumps up. Oh, 
I got it. I got it. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm going to, I figured out how I'm going to sue him. I was like, how's that? He's like, uh, well, I was, I was meditating and I left my body and I went down to the bubble where the cops are at. This is what they call the little cop station behind the glass. We call it the bubble. He's like, I went down in the bubble and that, and that cop down there, she's laughing because they're not certified to use this equipment on other human beings. You have to be a doctor to operate this equipment on other people. So he says that there's stuff called BMT, right? Is brain manipulation technology. And the radar guns that the cops take, check your speed with, mm-hmm. if he, you ask him, right? That's not what they're doing. They're implanting a thought in you. They're zapping you and putting the thought in your brain because you're just a normal person. You don't do meth. You don't do anything wrong or illegal, but the cops are so crooked and the government's so crooked, they're going to zap you with that and then they're going to make you go buy meth from their government informants. And that's how they build these meth cases. And so, I mean, obviously he was a tweaker, right? So anyway, uh, he he's telling me that he this, this uh, cop is down here using this technology on us humans and they're not doctors. And then I met another dude who fucking every night he talked to his family in a bubble, like Wizard of Oz, how the good witch of whatever comes in the bubble. Every night there was a bubble in his room and he would talk to his family every single fucking night. And I met lots and lots of people like this. And then I started studying the brain and uh, watching documentaries on on brain studies and research. So uh, they did this open brain surgery on these people where, because we all know that our, our neurons and Nerves are all fired by electricity, right? So uh, they did open brain surgery, cut off top of these people's head and of their skull, separated the right from the left to where they're still in, still keeping them awake. And they want these people to report what they're seeing and feeling as it's happening. And they're giving them minute little zaps inside certain parts of their brain. And these people are having full-blown visions. And this is how they got to understand schizophrenia and stuff a little bit better because, you know, these certain parts of your brain are firing. So if everybody's brain, if you would just think nobody's brain's the same, but if you're just going to put a stereotype look, your neurons are all lined up like this and say, you know, a paranoid schizophrenic person is lined up like this, but not everybody's the same. So a lot of people are kind of like this. And that's how me, you know, I'm not going to discredit anybody's personal beliefs, but that's how I logically and scientifically explain angels you know, visions, uh, all these weird things that people see that other people can't. Well, you see what you want to see too. Right. So the, you know, the power of suggestion is a, is an amazing thing. You know, that's when you get scared by something chasing you up the stairs or stuff like that, you know, and it's not really there. Well, yeah. And like a lot of our, like, so like the fear, like fear of the dark, for example. And like, that's where a lot of this stuff comes from is like, electricity it really is like pretty recent thing and for like the most part we what do you mean what do you mean harnessed electricity because electricity is no i mean electricity work. like the us harnessing it in the form of like lights and shit. power for the most part like our society like or like human society is uh, is come up on like fire candlelight that kind of thing so it's like that ever-changing light is going to mess with your perception, make you see things in the corner that might not be there, that kind of thing. Right. Okay, so uh, I watched this thing on... Uh, so my point was... Sorry, before you... No, you're good, you're good. Uh, my point was, is like, um, that's like ingrained in us from like... Uh, Thousands to, of years of evolution? Uh, yeah. Like, so like... The, the seeing things in the dark that aren't there or like so last night no 
yeah, last night I was coming home from Lusk and I'm fucking driving. I have horrible astigmatisms and it's got the two lane highway coming back. And uh, so the cars on the opposite side are going. And every time the lights go through the fucking barriers, it looked like a deer running across the road. Fuck me up. Slamming on my brakes going 80 <laughs> down the fucking highway at night. Well, yeah. And it, you also have to consider like when you're tired, that kind of shit. Right, but see, that's too. like, it, that just leads back into what you're saying. I know there was not a fucking deer running across exactly. the road, but my eyes are terrible. Yeah, you know what I mean? Might have so. been a little, might have been a little sleepy or was it right. in the dark? It, yeah, yeah, it was dark. Yeah, so maybe you were getting a little tired and like, I know when I am getting tired, I get more jumpy like that and like you're, I don't know, it's just like that kind of thing can fuck with your perception. You ever heard, of, you ever heard of Pavilion, Wyoming? Mm-mm. No. That's why I don't. That's why I'm not afraid of the dark. <laughs> this town, there's nothing in this town, and that's where I fucking lived as a little kid. And my dad used to send me to this uh, store. It's, like, it's, it's called the Basketeria, and there's no, there's like one street light in this whole fucking town. It's over the store, right? So every night, my dad, he don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? He's a cowboy. He grew up in the middle of nowhere anyway. Oh, go to the fucking, go to the Basketeria and get us whatever. Blah blah blah. And so as a little kid, I taught myself. And I just repeat, there's nothing in the dark that could hurt me like a million times over and over till I got to wherever I was going. And bro, like after, I don't know, not that long, it did it. And now I live in a gigantic fucking house and I never have my lights on when my kids ain't home or if nobody's there, bro, it's like pitch black all the time. I'll yeah, go my, up and, my upstairs and downstairs. Usually, my house is usually dark too. Yeah. See, cause I, it's just, uh, uh, the mind, bro. So my mind, I don't, I don't drink alcohol. You know, I don't do hard drugs. I don't. There's a lot of things that I don't do cigarettes. I don't smoke cigarettes. But and at one point I did all these things. But once I learned that me, O'Shea, as a person, when I don't want to do something, I don't have to fucking do it. You know what I mean? So with alcohol, one day I was like, man, I'm fucking sick of this shit. And I was an alcoholic, man. I'm smashing like a fifth every goddamn night by myself. You know what I mean? When me and father lived over there on Second Street, we was terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. So uh, it's just... The same thing, you know, ghosts and angels and stuff. Maybe they are real, and I just don't believe it, and my mind is so strong that I can't fucking... Yeah, maybe you got to believe to see. Right, right. And, you know, and that's... I grew up in the church. Not trying to shit on anyone's beliefs. I grew up in the church, and that was on the pulpit, bro. Biggest shit. It was like eight feet long. It said, uh, walk by faith, not by sight. And that literally says right there, you have to believe it, not see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm a see it, not believe it. You know what I mean? That's I, how my mind's always One plus too. one is always two to me. There's not I a think, magical I thing in there that's going to change it. I think too logical. You an Aquarius? No. What are you? Cancer, I guess. But that shit's bullshit too, it's man. It's not. It is bullshit. You're an it, onion. You're layers. So listen, Dude, come if on. You're not gonna. Okay. You, you, you any smart person it. is not gonna you say, said, "I'm gonna look up this in a book and this is gonna dictate my life." No, bro. But there are obvious, honest truths to that. Okay. But Human the, beings there, are predictable creatures, you just bro. Said you're a believer. And we're, we 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 you just live said in you're patterns. A believe it. Over like, or you just said you're a see it over a believe it to believe yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've seen so, like, the proof the science, in astrology. No, it's not like to think that like a planet can like affect your mood when that like the moon, for example. That's like, the if you don't of, believe that the moon controls your moods, then you're crazy, bro. No, that's not okay. So, so a moon science. can pull the ocean multiple feet up onto the shore, but you who are seventy five percent water, you don't think the moon affects you? That's weird. Not your mood. Bro, what do you think your brain is run by? Water and electricity, bro. Come on. Come on. Weigh in here, Bill. What do you think? It's possible. 
<laughs> okay, I'll admit I, I that. I believe a little I'll bit admit the, that. to the meta. Like, I'll admit kind of that. that is, and that's not on a spiritual level at but all, that's bro. that's not provable it's, science. Yes, it's not, it is, bro. Okay, go, so ask... It's, any you, astrologer that, that the moon ask, that the moon ask, affects your body that is proven science. So ask any you, astrophysicist; they're going to tell you it's ridiculous because they're thinking in generalities, bro. No, they're, they're thinking, thinking in they're, no, they're thinking. Look up in the newspaper, November thirteenth. Uh, today you're going to have this kind of day. That's what they're thinking, bro. It's deeper than that. It is. It is. What they're looking for is empirical data. They yeah, want they need numbers. To be, they need it to be and proven. anything that yeah, you're trying yeah, to no, it, it is, bro, but you're not you're not going to get it 100 percent of the time. Yeah, but that's I why, share that's why science... I share crazy similarities with most Aquariuses, bro. And if you look up, just Google, bro, uh, famous Aquariuses through history, bro, and then look up all their similarities, bro. It's insane. Have you ever heard of the what's it called the something personality test? Have you heard of this? Uh, I forget what the Striggs Bratton. No. Yep, there you go. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, have you heard of this? It's basic. How do you how do you feel about that? There you go. It's almost the same fucking thing. It's it's flawed just by its own design, and I could almost argue that, you know, it's if you use it in broad terms, it's all right. But it's the same thing with astrology. Yeah, you can't. You know, like, you know. It's not going to work I'm for not, every single person. I'm not every Gemini. And that's not that. That's right, not, right. That's not in generalities, though. It does cover it, bro. That, that's it does. Not, that's not. Uh, we can't work in just general generalities, though. Okay, well, if you're well, gonna, if you have sixty like percent odds at, uh, at winning a million dollars, are you going to place a ten ten dollar bet? <sighs> Fuck yeah, you are. You got sixty percent chance. Yeah, yeah, generalities true. do work, bro. I mean, if you're going to look for an absolute, not then when no. it comes to like provable science, though. Oh, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Like shit's got to be proven Okay, if 100%. it says it works for 60% of the people, then what else do you need, bro? It's not going to work for you cuz you're not part of that 60. Work? What does the word work actually mean? Uh I could say it in a couple different languages, but to, the definition to <laughs> add on. It it does not, it, I, I'm it doesn't mean much of anything. It's a weasel word in a lot of ways as far as when you talk about advertising. This works. That right, right. Doesn't right. really mean anything. Yeah, that's just like so, a blanket term, right? I mean, I, I see where he's coming from. He's wanting a logical, rational number. He's numerical. wanting a hundred percent. This works every time. You know, no, I, I, I didn't no, say no, that. I don't mean that. I mean like provable, provable data. Okay. Like science is hang, data. Hang, hang out like, with me for one science, month and then science, look up any fucking uh, science. To, okay, listen. Credible astrology thing, and you're gonna be like, whole. Lee fucking shit. No, I want, this is you. Uh, they don't even know you, and they literally described you to a T. Okay. Well, you can do that with uh, lots of things. That's why fortune cookies work on people, man. They don't work on people. <laughs> no, they like, don't. No, they like, don't. Bro, you I'm, can I'm saying you're, use, you're still you, using the you newspaper can, astrology, bro. Can, I'm talking about the book that's fucking 2,500 pages. That's been People have been using it since ancient China and Egypt and the Aztecs. You know what I mean? It's not a general. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about like a cheesy psychic or medium. Or I'm talking about shit that's been known for th- and used for thousands of years, and it's only been around for thousands of years because it fucking works. So pff. people think it works. So how would you use so, it? How would I? Uh, that's the, okay, pow- so, that's so, the power of belief, my friend. No, 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 it's no. It's like why? So, okay, so, so, so I have a friend who is like extremely and he is he isn't a sellout on astrology right but he's very knowledgeable on the topic and the things that it entails so he can sit there and have a conversation i've seen him do it with every single person that i've ever seen him meet 
and he will tell you what you are. And he'll be right 100% of the time. 100% of the time. Okay. Just because, uh, I will, okay, it's the I same way that ad- mediums and psychics can read a person, bro, right? It's the same way because there's personality traits uh, that, and there's, they can read your body language and there's certain things about you saying, that they like, can pinpoint certain things down. It's like uh, magicians can can read people's tells. Right, and like, right, right. And you can generalize questions until you fish Right, but fish astrolo- astrology is based strictly on uh, personality and habits and, and the way somebody conducts themselves. You know, it, I will. I will admit the way this. I the will way admit you this. would tell a story is different than the way I would tell a story. I will admit this. Okay, anything is possible. I agree, I, and I, I'm extremely will, logical, so I understand I, where you're coming so you, from. But you, you I'm know, only saying this is because it's been proven to me. This, I grew way, up in the church, and the, and Jesus never proved one thing to me, bro. The stars have proven way more to me than Jesus ever. By did. the way, this is the way our conversations always go. <laughs> This we're, is the best kind not, of conversation. We're not to have. arguing. We're we're debating right now. I love it. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's my no, absolute it's good favorite. Shit. It's good shit. Like uh, spirits not, and not, ghosts. Do you believe in spirits and ghosts? Uh, I well, okay. Here's my. If you believe in those, you can't tell me you don't believe in the stars because I don't believe in spirits and ghosts. I believe in energies. I believe that there are higher dimensions of reality. And I believe Elaborate. that I believe that there can be higher dimensional beings in those. Like I think about it in like a multiversal aspect, as well as like just there are two dimensions. There's three dimensions. There must be higher ones. Like time, they say, is what the fourth or fifth dimension. So it's like if you could perceive the fifth dimension, like then you would see time as a whole, not as like a linear thing. You could see it right wherever at any time. But like our minds can't handle that. Have you ever seen the movie Gravity? No. Or no, Interstellar. No. So Slaughterhouse Five. Uh Backdoor Slits Nine. <laughs> no, it is it's Interstellar. Slaughterhouse and he, Five is Kurt. Goes through a black hole and is seeing time um, as, like, uh, basically that the dimension forms to what your mind can handle. So he sees time as, like, windows that he can see through. And then he can also manipulate gravity, which he does by pulling these strings that his mind has fabricated so he can like manipulate manipulate that in a way that makes sense to him. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. So. So it's only what his mind could perceive. Right. It, well, it makes it it makes it so his mind can perceive it without right. breaking. Right. So that's like in books when like God appears to somebody and they do it in a, a form that somebody so that, recognizes. And, and like I will admit, like even like God, like, like I think science and religion converge in that way. Is like you ever heard of the see, Book of Enoch? Huh. Uh, yes. Yep. The Book of Enoch. And, okay. So Anne Rice wrote uh, the the Queen of the Damned and all that stuff. She wrote a book called uh, The Devil Memnock, or Memnock the Devil, that's what it is. Memnock the Devil. And it it fucking super ties science and religion into one thing. And it, it uses the Book of Enoch and it goes through evolution, you know, from uh, from God creating the angels 
and the angels coming to watch the earth and it was just the waters moving over the earth and then uh being started forming and freaking the angels out and the angels kept going to god what what are these and god's like knock it off quick you know and the hebrew word for angel is is translated to watchers so in this in this story that's what the angels were doing god kept telling them just go watch and calm down i know what i'm doing you know you guys go do what you do go watch and so at one point uh lucifer who uh the morning star he uh in hebrew satan is pronounced shitan which means the accuser because god or because uh satan kept going to god and accusing him of mistreating humans so in this story human spirits weren't allowed to come to heaven and lucifer was rallying for us you know he's he keeps going back and forth to god please just let him he was on our side. Yeah, because uh, there were spirits roaming the earth, and they weren't going to heaven where the where the angels were. And he's like, "There has, why can't they? If we can, you know, what's the difference between us and them? We're all your creation." And God says, "Okay, well, go find me ten that are worthy." Well, yeah, heaven. if you uh, uh, any account of an angel, right? Um, and a lot of the times you can't even. Is it? Isn't there something about you can't look at them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, what, what uh, you were saying voice? about homeboy, uh, they they come to you in forms that you can. Oh, so when God came to to uh, Noah and gave him the tablets, or not Noah, Moses, Moses, and gave him the tablets when he came down from Mount Sinai, his he was glowing, is because he was in the presence of God, mm-hmm. and so God was so powerful and his glow was so bright and powerful that it stuck to him when he came down and he was glowing. You know what I mean? So, uh. And I, I grew up in the church, bro. So, so there was a this theory about that with like the Moses thing that um, that bush that was burning mm-hmm. uh, could have been uh, whatever I think, whatever I think it was that it was like uh, bro. That's it, psychedelic fucking people yeah, reaching. Yeah. That's a reach. Now, granted, they I, did I take, heard obviously it. humans have always taken hallucinogens and psychedelics. No, they use it to um, like uh, ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and it's it lifts that veil, um, so you can see those that higher dimension. Right, but it's like I mean, any of us who have ever done hallucinogens know that like when yeah, you're but I haven't down, done anything it, that it, intense. It, it works in patterns. Like the human brain works in patterns, right? So when you see things on your hallucinate hallucinations, most of the time it's consistent patterns. Yep. You know what I mean? Because that's just that's the way true. the human brain works. That's why you see faces and shit that you shouldn't. I never have. What? No. Most people's brains work that way. Though. No, I never. You, you see Fuck that guy brewing tea in clouds. There you go. See yeah, shit like see that, that I've seen, or it's... like you know, uh, uh, what's the honeycomb shape? What's uh. You don't see faces in clouds? I though? was watching the episode of The Simpsons where Homer was tripping. The second time I watched it, it was much different. <laughs> I thought he was hallucinating the whole time, but I realized it was me. What? I was watching The Simpsons when Homer was ate the peppers and was hallucinating. I thought Marge was doing the weird tripped out stuff the whole time and just my brain was adding all sorts of stuff to the cartoon and... Well, See, my brain's the, never added. It's it's made the things that were there and do you funny things, but it's never put stuff that wasn't there there. I've never seen the green. It like repli- and you replicates not. You adding. weren't like yeah. on anything when this happened, huh? Well, yeah, it was acid. Oh, okay, you were on acid. <laughs> acid helped me a shitty, lot, bro. Honestly, acid, that kind of shit, dude. Like, oh I, man, I've had some phenomenal LSD, and it's you like can come, like that fucking time. Uh, the last time I took mushrooms at Mike Fobber's 
bachelor, oh, bachelor party, party this guy gave me. He's like, party favor. Throws me a bag of mushrooms. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I was beating around the bush for I don't a e- while. I don't even eat mushrooms, bro. I hope Dude, I, good. <laughs> they were. They were. I don't even eat mushrooms. He kept showing me these fucking videos. Like, these tripped out fucking, like, crazy, what? Like, trippy red and shit. And I'm like, dude, I, I can't. Like, I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> you got to play something. You got to play something chill for me. Cause I'm no, it was, was, was ASAP Rocky. Oh, okay. I love ASAP Rocky, especially on His acid. videos are insane. Yeah, you got to check them out. They're fucking weird. And I was, like, tripping hard. He makes them for that. He has a song called LSD. That, at like, one he point, makes songs for that. At one point, I couldn't tell if I was saying shit out loud or in my just in my head. <laughs> he was tripping. I was tripping so hard. It was a good time. Oh, I, man. I was sober as shit and left it like fucking I know. Clock. I'm like, what the fuck's this guy? <laughs> He's throwing. It was a good time. Yeah, that was fun. I appreciate it was that. Fun. It was fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, I got over some shit in my head, though. Yeah, that see, that's what I go. like it for. That's like, what and I that's, like it you for. You got to use it in the right way. It's right. not for like, it's for a good time sometimes, but it's I feel like really it's to like for, level out and get back to fucking ground zero. It's really, you can be honest with yourself in that. Yes. Place, and you can be like, uh, or you can look at something that maybe you were like, you're like, oh, what the fuck am I worried about that for? Yeah, and you I, let it go. Yeah, you know what's weird about me? Whenever I, whenever I do acid, because I don't do mushrooms, uh, I always get like, what's the word? Like disgusted with myself, almost in yeah, my, in, in my, uh, what's, you should like how I. I embellish and not, a lot. Not, and like I what's not embellish? What's the word where you overdo everything like materialistically? Yeah. That's what I do. I do that a lot, right? Like my outfits are fucking expensive and all my fucking stupid ass jewelry. And then like I'm sitting in my house by myself doing acid. I'm like, damn, I don't got no bitches. I got all this shit for what? Like I don't where are my kids at? My kids are with their moms. Like, why do I even got all this? I got a big ass house and all this fucking shit. Why? And then as soon as it wears off, like I'm aware of those things. And so if I didn't make the conscious decision while I'm high to change it, then when I come out of it, bro, it's 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 like uh, it was just a cool story. Yeah. But you have to use it while it's there because if you don't, then it's like a fucking waste. Now as an adult anyway, you know what I mean? When I was a kid, I would get high just to get high. Well, and I, that's what that stuff's here for. Like, it's f- just for that. And that is the reason why people have done that, like, throughout history is like they – it's always been a ceremonial thing, or for the most part, right? See, but Up that's until- why I don't believe in in religion or spirituality or any of that. Is because why would you have to do a drug to see something that's not there? Then how is it real? Um, religion is really highly based on the power of, like we've been saying, like you believe in it and it becomes real in your mind, and that doesn't mean that it, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, like no, and I that's do. a power. I, I grew up that in is church, a dog. I, that I is a fucking, in Jesus toss. That is a years fucking, old. I get it. That is a powerful thing. The power of our minds to like make our like, and that's not. I'm not shitting on anyone's like religious beliefs. Like I said, like I said, I think right. Science mine mine are my own, and I could be a hundred percent wrong. But do, I believe in science. Do what you do, and I think that's a beautiful thing. That's the best thing about like people is like that we are so different. Did you ever see the movie Altered States? No. It's a really terrible movie from like the 70s, but he gets into a isolation chamber, one of the the sensory deprivation chambers, like the salt bath ones. Those are crazy, dude. But 
like all hallucinating at this time and he actually physically de-evolves himself into this like man beast creature and then goes reeks and wreaks havoc around town huh but it's just the whole movie is just a psychedelic trip from the 70s terrible movie I've told you all you needed to know. <laughs> we don't need to watch it. No. I mean, you could just, it might be one of those ones to like watch because it's so bad, uh, you know, just to make fun of it. Oh, you know what? I do a mystery I, science I, People theater. love that. They're so into like B movies and bad now movies. Now they are. I like, I like old movies because to me, I don't feel like before maybe even, I don't know. I don't I feel like film has to be artistic anymore for me to be into. I, I'm not amused by action films. I'm not amused by yeah, gore he, films. He, he doesn't. He thought Endgame was garbage. Terrible. I Terrible. Almost, I almost walked out of the room. I, I almost walked out. Even, of the, I almost walked out of the movie. I was, <laughs> dude, we have fucking thrown. If down I have to the, watch them be emotional over a fucking sandwich, bro. <sighs> There's whales in the harbor again. This, the <laughs> longest fucking. It was like watching your dog drag its ass across the carpet, except for less entertaining. <laughs> Stop. Whatever. It's not that bad. It was terrible. That is funny. It though. was absolutely There's terrible. There's whales in the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> for real. What's your favorite old movie? Classic movie. Oh, what's classic? What are we? What's classic? I'm gonna say set the bar, Bill. 80s, because the 80s was 30 years ago. 80s, 80s and prior. Okay, okay. 80s. Time Bandits. Time Bandits. Who's in that one? It's like a British weird comedy with a bunch of little people dressed like pirates that stole God's map and are traveling through time God. with a little kid. <laughs> you watch some fucking weird movies, man. I like it. it. It's, it it's, <laughs> and it's like done by like Monty Python people. And you can tell oh, at the very yeah. end of the movie, they just It's ran. a comedy? It's it's a dark, weird sci-fi comedy. Okay. Have you ever seen The Holy Grail, Monty Python? I haven't. Oh my god. I I, I don't I don't like would, the English accent, bro. I can't you, do the English oh, okay. accent. Okay, I was gonna say I thought you'd you would really appreciate the humor in I it. just can't do the, it's, it's, the uh, like especially that English accent, the like super the THs and Okay, so nineteen eighties movie. Can it be like early nineties? It could be sixties or fifties or forties. I said pre. Can it be early nineties? I mean, if you if That's, you want to, is that classic now? I don't think so. Uh, is Miss Doubtfire that, in classic? our mind? It, but to our kids, to that'd some, be classic. For our kids, that's ancient. Yeah. Uh, nineteen eighties or prior, bro. You know, so I think I, I brought that up because I think that Cheech and Chong are super. They were so ahead of their time that they still are good comedy today. Yeah. It's not outdated comedy. No, you know it's what I mean? funny. It's always funny. So that's why I brought that up. But like, is it uh, funny to classic do... films are ones that were like ahead of their time that aren't outdated right now? You know what I mean? Something that's still okay. okay. If we're it's talking... still like a, a good movie, you know what I mean? Okay. Clockwork Orange is my favorite. I hate that movie. I love that fucking movie. Uh, okay. Taxi Driver. Do you like Taxi that's, Driver? Yeah, that's a that's crazy a good one. movie. Yeah. How about a uh, Caddyshack? Old comedies are comedies to me. I, they're just they're like an Adam Sandler uh, movie. Bro, like Caddyshack. I could appreciate it for what it is, but to me that's not like a classic. See, Bill movie. appreciated. Yeah. Well, Caddyshack's that's fucking one great. that I enjoyed well, like watching. Chong, with my that dad. was that was me, but that's not like Godfather. You know what I mean? For me, it is. It's for like comedy. I think that's one of the favorite great. mobster God Goodfellas. I don't think of. I've read too many mob books. I can only stick to the ones that are like super. Goodfellas like, is good because I read that book, but once you read the book, it's like, eh. 
I'm not super into mob shit. I'm way into mob shit, bro. That was like probably one of my first like crazy obsessions that I like way dug into. I fucking crack out on like the things I crack out on and nerd out on are in sequence, you know, fucking I love watching combat sports. I mean, that's I've been a fan of that since and that pairs with my love of like because I loved the Ninja Turtles. And so I was like, "Oh, these dudes are fighting for for real?" And then I went to like saw UFC 6. It was here in Casper mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. event center. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, was this Ken Shamrock it's a fucking, and shit. Yeah, Ken Shamrock and Hoist Gracie." Yeah. Uh, or no, it was Ken Shamrock and um, Don Fry. I just remember Ken Shamrock. That's what my first introduction. Or to no, no, UFC. not even Don Fry. It was fucking. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that was my that, first. That has been with UFC. and that in basketball. Uh, I, dude, we we almost got through through down because you were. Said some stuff about uh, basketball, the old school basketball Celtics and shit, right? Or no, it was the Pistons. So, what was that? Because you were you said something about the eras uh, were different, bro. It I just fucking love the, old school. It's so slow, bro. It's so slow. It's so old fucking basketball? boring. Yes, it's like West Virginia right now. No, you're right. plays at the same speed as no, the NBA no, in the nineties. You're absolutely right. It is a way more uh, phys- no, no, no. Game that's now. bullshit. People say it's more physical too. That's fucking bullshit. Old school it is, basketball. Yes, it bro. is for more go physical. Just right they now. Could, just bro. right now. Go home. Go on YouTube. Look up the nineteen. 1991 finals. It was the most trash basketball you could ever fucking watch okay. if you watch basketball You're talking nowadays. talking about 1991, but go look Bro, at... Well, eight, go look at the go, 1997 go, finals. Go look at 88 and 89. Tra- Michael... Fuck Michael, that. Or, Fuck that. Michael trash. Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and maybe a handful of Dude. other players bro listen Come the on. worst player in the nba now is just that good no i'm not saying you're wrong like the mb like the nba now they're full of fun. like they would not hold up in today's game i know that i'm just saying like today is I appreciate, faster more athletic I, no i know that of course it is like all sports are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've been watching football my whole life and bro like yeah, the, football, the dudes like, i used to watch when athletes. i was a kid versus the dudes now holy you got the 300 and fucking Something pound dudes that could run under the five second forty. Well, it's like they that, didn't do that twenty years ago. My thing was is like the pioneers, right? I I am a big fan of like that old school. You know, these guys were doing it, and maybe they weren't as good as the guys now, but the guys now wouldn't be as good as they are without them. Right, right. I mean, it's, and like that's I've the watched, way evolution works. Yeah, and I've watched MMA. Evolve. But that doesn't I've mean that I got to be out here fucking sucking Crow Magnum off because yeah. he fucking laid the footstool for me to do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's fair enough. Fair enough. I just think uh, I loved that era of basketball. Like I loved the. Do you like I, college basketball then? Because to me, nineties basketball yeah. pre is the same as college or high school. It's just so slow. College isn't so slow. I don't watch a lot of college, but I appreciate college. I don't. I can't. I appreciate I mean, the roots of things. See, that's it. I'll appreciate anybody who is finely tuned at a skill, but as far as being entertained by it, I'm not. So, are we 
killing you here, Bill. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but I don't know shit about sports. <laughs> Sorry, no. bro. Keep, keep football. Football was my first obsession in my whole life. I uh, love basketball and boxing. It was boxing first, and then MMA. And now I watch it like every day. I got into football and Star Wars the same year in my life in third grade. That's the thing is I like when I like something, I really fucking nerd the fuck out same. on it. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then when I was a teen, I got into into the mafia shit. A little bit older and I started getting into like the Tupac conspiracies. Shit like <laughs> That's that. a rabbit hole I could go down. Bro, it's insane. But now I know the end of the story, so it's I can't. <laughs> no, know. no, no. It's worth it's, it's worth it's worth hearing the story. Yeah. The voyage. It's, yeah, it's not the ending, it's the voyage that matters. Oh, yeah, See, and not journey. only that, the Tupac the story, bro, is it's like uh, the Bible, bro. There's different gospels from different people, bro. You yeah. can go on on Vlad TV or YouTube right now. Mob James has his version. You know, all the outlaws have their version. The shooters have their version. You know what I mean? Everybody has their own version. It's it's, but it's all the same fucking story. Yeah, and it ends the same. But it's essentially, yeah, isn't it? Like, um, I've gone down the fucking like I was watching H and Aliens a lot for a while. <laughs> oh, but then, H&A. but listen, oh, I'm a God. smart guy and I, I'm a it's logical person, so, so I went. I didn't want to. Because I wanted to believe it so much, but I was like, I have to see the other, the other side, like because I am a logical guy. If they can't prove this a hundred percent, then I'm like, well, I, I'm not on board. So I go and fucking watch some YouTube on like some people debunking the show, and eventually they're like, all right, well they don't necessarily lie, but they leave out a lot of information. Yeah. And like, like, like informa- most Netflix documentaries, yeah, really, <laughs> yeah. Which ones? All of them. <laughs> okay. Everyone's there to make a point, not uh, to to, to Well, not got... all of them, but there's a lot. They they got an agenda. Yes, is what you're saying. Everyone. So does. let me tell you a joke, right? And this is what I used to because I used to, when I was in prison, I used to take the uh, stats for fantasy football, and uh, and uh, so I'd have these sports arguments every fucking day, every day I'd have these. So anyway, uh, there's a joke that I heard, and it was perfect for all this. So there's a status t- or uh, a head coach of a football team. The, the draft's coming up. The head coach and the GM are arguing over who they're going to draft number one overall. Mm-hmm. They got this guy wants this guy. This guy wants this guy. So they're like, all right, we're going to go to our stat guy and figure this out. He's going to tell us we're going to just oh, decide third, right now. The third guy. Yeah, they're going to make whatever the, the stats say is what we're going to go with. Yeah. And so they go to the stat guy and they say, all right. So I like this guy. And I like this guy. Which one's better? And stat guy looks around and he leans over and or they say, we want to know what the stats say, who's better. So he looks around and he leans over and he says, which one do you want to be better? You can find stats to make anything. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's why... Uh, he made 100% of his shots. It was because he know, dunked it one time. Uh, this guy shot 30 yeah, fucking three-pointers. You know what I mean? It's the context of everything exactly. else. Well, that's exactly. why... And that's being why, in a study that actually is transparent in those parameters and being able to put those numbers in context. Well, that's why uh, people in advertising like to use bar graphs and stuff like that because you can make a small gap in number look huge with the right right you know i mean the right scale it's like we are day one sales versus our year sales you know what i mean yeah what were you gonna say bill i mean you do it for visual to see it because if you at a certain point numbers are, are kind of just meaningless so giving them context with a bar graph kind of gives it a little more life it's again how are you going to are you using this to display honesty and information or to manipulate and being propaganda, kind of truth, yeah, it, truthful in that. 
Yeah, it just depends on the person, really. Uh, like what you're all advertising is propaganda. You yeah. could you could even like say being, well, no, maybe not. Never mind. Fuck that. Where you want to go next? What do you mean with the conversation? Yeah, wherever you want to go, bro. This is your show. Tahini, tahini, Tahiti. This though, yeah, that place. Oh not man, that's spice. a wormhole. I got fucking. This you ever, you seen uh, 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 Moana? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm crazy about mythology. That is such and, a good movie. Theology. So I I was like, I wanted to know how accurate they were because I knew nothing about Hawaiian mythology, right? I'm like crazy versed up on Greek and Norse and uh, other European mythologies. Uh, so I knew nothing about this. So I watched it with my daughter and I wanted to know how good Disney did. Bro, it was like four months. Killer. Four months. It started out with Hawaiian mythology and then I'm learning like their migration patterns <laughs> and all kinds. Of, and the Alaskans from the Aleutian Islands going to Hawaii and, and the Polynesians making it to South so America. They're, so they're, they're Alaskan descent. No, 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 no. These are uh, stories of these people interacting with each other oh, because they okay. they all have their own navigating people. So like the people from the Pacific Northwest even made it to Hawaii and vice versa. Cool. And it wasn't for extended periods. It was just voyaging. You know what I mean? Like they're exploring yeah, that's the kind of the thing is like they want they kind of put in the history books that people weren't getting around that much but come on now his story bro who told it yeah you know what i mean no no doubt History's no doubt told by the winners not the losers there you go my when i was i used to struggle with that hard when i was in prison when i was because like i said when i went in there i believed in jesus till i was in 24 i went to prison when i was like right like literally right after my 21st birthday so a greater portion of the time i was in there i prayed to jesus and so one of my native bros, he used to always tell me that. He what he used to always call me a. a he'd say I was colonized and uh, a couple other things. But he, it, what you just said, history is written by the victor. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, his story. You know the conqueror, uh, the conquered always take the the religion of the conqueror, mm -hmm. and always it's always been like that. So you know what Dingus I mean? Kong. So, me as a native person. And uh, it's it's contradictory to to being a Christian because according to Christianity, you have to accept Jesus into your heart and repent to go to heaven, right? So my ancestors just found out about Jesus barely over a hundred years ago. So uh, yeah. every single one of my ancestors went to hell until then, and even not even till then, bro, up until 40, 50, 60 years ago, because we wasn't all Christians up in, until then, or even now, you know what I mean? So. To me, I, I, I just can't. And like I like what you no, said, I'm not to shit you. on no, anybody's no, personal absolutely beliefs. Absolutely not. But yeah. I can't believe in something that is irrelevant to me as a human. And not only that, has been used as a tool to manipulate and conquer and create a genocide of my people. You know what I mean? We're less than 2% of the United States as Native Americans. How does that even make sense? That's you know what not, I mean? That that's that's crazy. That so that's why I can't. You know what? Uh, before I don't mean to cut you off, no, but good. that reminds me of the story you told you about your um, your when you you and your family went to Mount Rushmore, right? And you were telling your daughter the story of that. And yeah, I was. Well, first, what it started as was I was explaining to my kids who the presidents on Mount Rushmore were, and then I got into a side conversation as an adult with my homegirl who I was with and the kids were all in the back doing their thing. And I didn't know my daughter was still listening to me and I'm telling her about the Homestead Act and all these things uh, and the Custer lying about finding gold in the Black Hills and paying surveyors to go out there and say that they found gold. And they even came back and said they didn't find gold, mm -hmm. but it was all just a ploy to take that land, to push the Indians out. 
by Custer, who was a fucking racist, hated the Indians. So that was his plot. It fucking worked. And so we're at Devil's Tower, and uh, we're looking down, and I can't remember what it's called. Uh, uh, Rancher's Haven is what it's called. And it's like this fucking beautiful, beautiful plot of land, bro, at the at the base of fucking uh, Devil's Tower, uh, which is called uh, Bear Lodge, you know, not Devil's Tower. So uh, it's at the bottom of this thing, and it's fucking beautiful, and it's called Rancher's Haven, and it, like, upset me, bro, like, yeah. This was stolen and, and people were killed for that. And it's a haven. To be called Rancher's Haven. That's the thing that bothered me was the rancher part, yeah. right? Not that it was so beautiful it was described as a haven, but the fact that it was designated for ranchers and then this thing that was a sacred uh, uh, place to natives was renamed Devil's Tower. You know what I mean? When this had nothing to do with anything evil. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, what a weird name. I'm spl- I'm explaining this stuff to my homegirl, and my daughter's listening to it the whole time. And so we pull up to fucking Mount Rushmore, and I'm getting the kids out and getting ready to go see it. And my daughter's arms crossed, knees up, you know, like, mm. come on, sis, what do you do? Get out of the car. What are you doing? She's like, I don't want to go, Dad. And I'm like, why? You know, and my daughter is fucking amazing she so is sweet. fucking adorable so sweet bro. She is, she's so sweet like she cares she right? could be a fucking poster child little for, debbie fucking, dude yeah. she's adorable but uh so anyway she uh she's mad and she don't want to get out and i'm like why sis and she's like they killed all of our people dad and yeah. i you know and i had to check myself like fuck well it's not bad for her to understand history and the real truth but i should have been you know more mindful of what i was saying and who I was saying it around. That's a little bit much for... That's a lot for an adult. You ever read Bury it's, My Heart at Wounded Knee? It'll fuck you up as an adult. So for me to, you know, give the children's version of that to my daughter on accident was a little overwhelming to her. And she didn't... She refused to take a picture at Mount Rushmore. She would not take a picture with them in the background. Mm. Go to Crazy Horse? Yeah, yeah. That's the first place we went. Yeah. That place they so went, much better. You guys yeah. went all fuck. over the fucking... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went to everywhere. The Black Hills are fucking phenomenal. I was kind I of following on uh, Facebook. You guys went yeah. all over. Yeah, we went everywhere. We went to the Mammoth site. Amazing. <clears throat> Amazing. Yeah, it looked, like a fun, it looked like a fun no. trip. Have you ever been... Did you guys go by... Um, the Cosmos, Bear Country, Reptile Garden, no, uh, you guys Flintstone went, Village. Oh, you're killing me with that. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the Flintstone Village. Yeah. Or not Flintstone Village is shut down. I meant uh, Storybook Island. Storybook Island. Flintstone Village was there when I was a kid. Okay. You're for real. Oh, okay. I thought you were fucking with me. No, no, no. All right. So uh, on the way to Rollins, right? That fucking... Rollins is the other way. You didn't go down that direction? Rollins is the opposite way. No, I know. But did you guys not... No, you no, guys, we went, we went the, up to the I'm talking way. about like the Oregon Trail and shit. Oh, yeah, no, 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 we didn't do that trip. Yeah, that's We did cool. the Black Hills trip. It's pretty cool. Like, I like the Oregon Trail one's a good one. Uh, uh, the Battle of Little Bighorn's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Yellowstone's a good one. The Tetons are a good one. Yeah, it's you know, all, all... We, you know, Wyoming gets a bad rap, but we got a lot of pretty cool shit here. Nobody even knows nothing about Wyoming. How are I we going to get a bad rap? Most you people know, don't you know think I mean? it exists. Yeah. No, I know that, right? Like we, it's like we we don't even get it. Like we're we're a simulation in the simulation. That's <laughs> <laughs> not, dude. Have you seen that? Where like like you said, people are like, is that even a real? Yeah, place? yeah. Like I said, we're a simulation in the simulation. Like whatever. We're not even real. People don't want to know. Cause it's we don't want them to know. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Stay gone. <laughs> Stay. Did you know yeah. that Wyoming has the most billionaires in the United States per capita? Really, really. 
Huh. Yep. They're all in Teton. Yeah, well, uh, like oil guys. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that's a big part of it too. But there's a lot of money uh, up in yeah the entertainment. Like what? Well, Bill Gates. Bill too. Gates owns some shit out here too. Got Mars. Okay, when you Mars, say they're here, Mars. do they just? They're like, landowners. They don't live here. They're uh, just yeah, landowners. Like, they don't fucking. So wait. Wyoming is owned by billionaires, or they're parked here because they get tax. Is breaks. that why we? There you go. Like, the, that's why Jeffrey Star came here. The tax break. Oh yeah. Okay. Good for him. Yeah, that's why it's that's hey, why that people. Hey, him. you know, what, bro, you know how like you, you said, you know how excited he like fucking he... makes females in this town. Oh, I know, and he don't give a fuck about not one of them. I know, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and, well, and like you said, image. Yeah, yeah. Like to, it's a personality, bro. People to gotta circle. have something to gravitate to. You know, yeah. when you read a book, you want to know what the characters look like. Yeah, you know what I mean. I do. I, I and know I, I, I make for damn sure I Wikipedia. Fuck, I live on that shit. I'm a crazy person when it comes to reading and shit. Oh god, I got like fucking four series that I'm in the middle of that are and it, I'm reading it, three actual books and I'm listening to about five different audio. No, books I'm right listening now, to and about six different podcasts. Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to uh, books and documentaries out the ass on YouTube. Yeah, it's. I, I live on Audible. I and watch YouTube. a lot. If you do, you have a uh, ESPN Plus. Oh yeah, and this isn't an advertisement. I just watch it every day. <laughs> but like, there's a ton of <laughs> documentaries on there for like uh, sports ones. Yeah, they're fucking great. The Thirty for Thirties. Fuck, they're amazing. Yeah, they are. I fucking love them. I love oh. NFL films too. I need to watch some of the football ones. I know about football. It was never like a. A, I I made an attempt for like two years to watch, and I did, and I dedicated to like knowing what the fuck I was talking about and like what I was watching. I did I did the same thing with hockey. I just can't. Hockey and soccer are just too not. It's not interesting enough. It's not high scoring. Hockey enough. is. I need scores. Hockey is yeah all over the place and like you're just waiting and waiting for yeah. And they're just... I'm going to watch for two hours for three points. No, not today. Soccer's the same way for yeah, me. It's exactly the same. Wow. But however, bro, give all the credit in the world to those athletes because they do something I can never fucking do. Football. Yeah, they're... I'm telling you. Like, athletes... I am a big fan. It's like I can appreciate any sport because I know... You play golf? Uh, I used to. I fucking love golf, bro. I remember we when should I, go play. When I made the revelation that all finely tuned athletes are amazing humans, that's when I realized golf is fucking crazy. Uh, golf like, is you got to put a ball this big in a cup that big, three hundred yards. I'm gonna away make a. I'm gonna make with a, a stick. I'm gonna make a controversial statement that you might not agree with. Uh, golf and baseball. I argued about this on Facebook. Some skills ago. games. Skills games, not sports. What are you making me pick one over the other? No, which one? I'm saying the. I'm saying baseball and golf are skills games and not sports, and I'll explain that. Yes, you have hyper athletes in baseball, but that's not required to hit a home run. It is to run bases and catch a. a Okay, well you're running bases, but catch a ball in the field. But would you say a baseball player needs to be in the same condition as a? Yes. As as a soccer player. No. As a yes. As an NFL player. An NFL player is in as good shape as a soccer player. 
The true. There's a lot more. True. Baseball that, that's games a lot of cardio. Yeah. That's a lot too. of cardio. Yeah. They, I'd say, who would you baseball say? Baseball players are paying, playing like 150 okay, games a year. Okay, question. That's why John Elway went to football and not baseball. He had the opportunity to do both. Fair enough. But baseball is a skills game because anybody can hit a ball, but you can perfect. No. No, you can perfect that skill without being crazy athletic and be. When you say skill game, I think of ski ball. Uh, not any golf you, you or, think, or golf bro you think golf anybody can hit a baseball because you think of babe ruth the, the, athleticism the, bro so you take your picture your pitcher's skills I'm, that were throwing no, against I'm, babe ruth versus the greg maddox's no i'm saying you know what i mean in terms of like babe ruth would never hit a greg maddox ball okay ever okay here's my point so not just it's anybody like, can hit a baseball no but the guys that are playing golf at a fucking crazy high level or like hitting hitting that ball aren't on the same level of conditioning as like an MMA fighter or That's like a, a lie. soccer player. No. Bro, how no, many times no, has Tiger Woods fuck, had his back and his shoulders redone? Fuck that. Bro, you cannot tell me that. He's not in the same condition. Bullshit. He's not in the Bullshit. same condition Bullshit. as like Jose Aldo, bro. Not even because their sports require different it's things. It's different. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. It's, it's different. It's still a sport. It's different. It's different. Let me look right it's, here. It's not a sport. It is. That's sport. my personal opinion, bro. Sports definition, an activity involving physical exertion and skill which an individual or team competes against another for entertainment. Okay, fair enough. But And look up skill game. It's going to come up gambling. Poker, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but or those you know, anything. Okay, so what's pool? What's okay, so what's pool? Where that's do you, not that's not a sport because there's where no Where do you draw the line? I would say it says physical exertion for oh, competition. So, so right? the line of skills game and sport is fucking golf and pool. No, it's is the, that what it's we're the, saying? It's the physical aspect. There is how much more? I guess you're walking around. Have you ever fucking hit a golf ball, bro? Fuck yeah! That's sh- okay. So then, for the next day, you're sore as fuck, uh, sore as fuck. Yeah, if you're out of fat and out of shape. No, I'm skinny as shit and in shape, bro. <laughs> and I get sore after I hit golf balls all day. Play 18 and my ribs are sore as fuck. It's no joke. Uh, fair enough. But it doesn't take the same level. A of skill game is a game of wits where the outcome is determined mainly by mental or physical rather than chance. So golf. So basketball. Fair. I would. No, I've thought mental about Mental and physical skill. Listen, I've thought about Rather this. than chance. I'm not fucking. I'm saying I've thought about basketball as being a skills game, too. But there is this crazy level at, like you said it yourself, the current game, crazy athletic. Like there are super athletes. Baseball players, bro, from point A to point B, them motherfuckers are sprinters. That's okay, insane. Cool. Bro, like. 30 yards and they're they're there i'm not down like it's i'm not downplaying what they do it's like an outfielder bro like those like i said i'm i'm very you ever watch the first baseman do the splits holy fucking sheep shit these dudes are like six foot six doing the splits those are some of the guys that i'm actually most impressed with is like can you imagine having somebody fucking bomb a fucking fastball at your face and fucking yeah catch bro, that i'm telling you i'm telling you so yeah I, all right fuck it whatever skills, all right i'll say the current game of baseball is a sport it used to not be it's a it was a skills game when they were fucking it was still a sport it just wasn't a finely tuned sport uh, you could the same as 90s and pre-basketball 
Okay, so what's your opinion on Michael Jordan like being? I I got an opinion on that, and I agree that like if uh, hey, what's your if, question? if he, if he played question? in the current league, how do you think he would do? He would do amazing because he was an athlete and he was a good basketball player. Do you and know he was why? Competitive. Okay, and here's my point of bringing up basketball and like your your post is like you were talking about the Pistons and like how um. The point I tried to make on the conversation was the fact that um, it was a more physical game, and here's why. And I'll explain it. The Pistons made it a physical game. The, That's one the, team in NBA history, okay, bro. Uh, fair enough. But they fucking elevated the sport and elevated Michael Jordan to win those six titles. But the, Michael Jordan also games. never beat any of them in his prime. Or never beat any of them in their prime. He never beat Magic in his prime. He never beat Larry in his prime. He never beat fucking uh, the Pistons but, when uh, fucking no, Isaiah Thomas no, was they in his beat, prime. The Pistons beat him in 88 and 89. That's what I'm saying, bro. And Michael Jordan came, never beat any of them he in their did. prime. He, came he beat back, them up battered he, and old. He came back. No. Yes. He came back a year later and won the title and then won three more. But like th- that one year, yeah, he came back and beat them in their prime. Bro, what did the Pistons do? No, they after weren't in their prime. Yeah, fair enough. Larry Bird was fucked up his knees and shit. Magic Johnson was old. Isaiah Thomas was old. But fucking Larry when, was- when Michael first came into the league, he was getting demolished by these dudes. Yeah. Michael Jordan didn't make it out the first round for his first Larry, seven fucking years. Larry was fucked up, bro. And he but, was Larry and you, you're to telling me, me it's way, not it wasn't he's more, one of my favorite of all. You're telling time. me it wasn't more physical. No. And that guy was fucked up, man. What does that because mean, bro? These dudes now are fucked up. They were fucking fouling the shit out of each other and getting away with they it. They still do it now, bro. No, they were not getting away no. with it, bro. I'm telling you right now, just go watch any game on YouTube. Go watch a fucking They were not game. more physical. Yes. They No, they fucking go, weren't. Uh, dude. No, they fucking weren't. I watch basketball right now, bro. And I could go watch it on YouTube, and there was... James Harden gets fouled 30 times a game. And nobody got fouled 30 times a game back then. Bullshit. They didn't even shoot 30 Wait, times a game was, back then, bro. Okay. Their scores were 80-something to 70-something. Oh. They were scoring 60-point games. Like Yeah, see, that's for, my point. No, no. no one they player. Were Michael Jordan. One that's player. That's it. Magic Johnson. He never scored 60 no, fucking uh, points. No, fucking uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scored a 60-point okay, so game. Okay, so then that, that ties in. That'll go into my GOAT argument. That's why you can never say you can use titles to make Michael Jordan better than anybody. Is because... Uh, Wilt Chamberlain. It depends on okay, who you're Michael playing. Jordan, Michael depends Jordan, on who you're playing against. Michael Jordan is tied for seventh of most titles. Okay, so you can't use him. You can't use titles to make him the best ever. You what, can't. What makes him the best? I Nothing, don't think. He, no, I don't think he he's is not the, the best he's ever. He's not to me. the best ever. No, LeBron to me is the best ever. <clears throat> well, he is in fact. I mean. Michael like Jordan even, didn't pass like okay. Michael Jordan scored like a motherfucker. He played amazing defense. His competitive uh, drive was amazing, but he didn't get as many assists. He didn't get as many rebounds. He didn't. Michael or LeBron scores just as many fucking points, and he plays all five positions. And he's bigger and stronger, and more athletic. Yeah. My point was is like the Pistons. Um. You had Jay. You had Lampier. You had fucking uh, Demar. This is the beginning of fucking Dennis, Thomas. Dennis Rodman's Dennis Rodman. career. Yeah, this is like I know the bad that boys. team. Yeah, that team was dope, bro. I'm t- I'm just saying, like, I wish you had more love for that. I really do nah. because, like, it. <laughs> that, then I would have to appreciate the fucking '70s Raiders, and I don't. Well, I don't 
know about that. They're pretty much the same fucking thing in football uniform. Oh, okay. But the, the my the reason I'm a fan of them and like the way they played is because they played. They weren't more fit. They weren't more athletic. They weren't better players. That's why I don't like it. They were. They out. It's like when you go to the gym and out, the dude who's not as good as you is going to clobber you every play because he fucking sucks. <laughs> No, they outthought and out hustled. No, they no, they. Uh, yeah, Michael Jordan. Yeah, they I wasn't gonna win. They wasn't gonna win it in a straight up shooting contest. Yeah, with Michael Jordan, so they had to. They do, had to. They had they to had, do what they had to do. They had the Jordan rules where they would triple team him when he had the ball. Or they got. They ever heard of the shack? The hack a shack? The shack it, rule? Uh uh-uh. uh. Shaq couldn't shoot free throws, so at the end of the game, you just fucking chop him because he'd have to shoot free throws and you get the ball back. <laughs> they still do that. They do it to DeAndre Jordan. They do it to all the all the big dudes who can't shoot. That's funny. It's, it's called hack a shack. They still do it to this day. That's funny. Like they would uh, triple team him when he had the ball for a shot, and then if he got in the paint, they'd just knock him the fuck down, just fuck him up. They called it the Jordan rules, right? I mean, every every team it's game planning. You know, the Broncos did that against the Patriots when we went to the Super Bowl that year and lost against the Seahawks. But it was to stop stop Gronk. We had to double team the fuck out of him with the safety and a corner, mm. and then our rush had to get to Tom Brady, and we beat the fuck out of him. It's just you got to come up with a game plan to win. That's sports. Mm-hmm. I just had a game plan in the goddamn YMCA thing, and I coach third graders. Yeah, you do play. You do uh, <laughs> te- uh, uh, coach some football. Yeah, I coach football and basketball. Nice man. Yeah, that's awesome. We I went to three back to back championships in football, and then we just won our first game that we had the other day in basketball. I, I it's hard for me to pick between MMA and basketball as my favorite sport, but I think it might be basketball. Bro, I've picked football over life. I told all my sisters, don't you dare fucking even think about getting married on a Sunday during football season. You know what I mean? My my baby's mom, she asked me for years, if you had to pick me or football, which one would you pick? You already know. Yeah, it's fo- I've had football since I was seven <laughs> years old. I've had you for a couple years. Calm down. What do you? What about you, Bill? You don't watch any sports, huh? Not really. We're killing you with the fucking sports shit. We're what are you, what are you into? Yeah, man. Music. What's up? Music. What kind of music? Fucking tell us some shit because we got a I'm musical. I'm into music too. Yeah. Um, I don't know more. I grew up playing the more. drums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My uncle used to make me. He taught me Metallica songs so I could keep keep rhythm for him while he played guitar. So I've been getting a lot into one of the blues uh, stuff. Um, oh shit! Now I'm not going to remember any, but uh, more on the punk side, this band called Idols. Like a car idling. Mm-hmm. If, if you've seen Train Spotting, no, oh, I've heard about this fucking movie. Man. It's it's a it's a movie. It's Irv, um, Irvin Welsh, I think, is the author's name. Uh, he writes. Somebody described his books as a chemical romance, which is where the band Chemical Romance got their name. But uh, it's about some guys that just get involved with heroin and it just fucks up all their lives as heroin does. Yeah. It sounds like um, a fucked up movie, but there's a guy Bagby in there and he, his drug is he gets off by just beating the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. And he's this like Scottish or British. I'm not sure. I don't remember, but you can't understand a word. He says the whole time. He just, you know, it's almost like a really bad version of uh groundskeeper Willie or something. <laughs> that's just a drunk fuck that likes to beat the shit out of people. I think the band sounds like a version of him. Huh. Huh. It's 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 very primitive in a lot of their older stuff. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but the drums just very caveman, just you know, just on the quarter notes huh. yeah. or, or eights and, and just musically not a lot going on, 
and like his verb, you know, his lyrics are almost uh, bumper sticker in a lot of ways, but just chanty. And I don't know, there's just something raw and primitive about it that's huh. calls to me. Nice. So, <clears throat> you into hip hop at all, Bill? I enjoy it, but I don't know much past. I you know it's like okay I know Far Side Wu Tang and you know there's this few the of essentials my, he, he's got of the where essentials. I grew up from you know or you know Grave Diggers um, I like the East Coast stuff but then you know some of the Cali stuffs all right uh, you know I enjoy it all but I don't know it know it all I right know, I know more than yeah the old okay so eighties nineties speed metal from stuff, a casual or nineties pers- punk rock. From a casual so perspective, uh, well, who's the greatest hip hop group ever to build? Wu Tang. Wu Tang. I knew he was no, going to say that. They're they're second behind Three Six to me, but I love Wu Tang. I would never take nothing from Wu Tang. I love. It's got to be Outkast for me. But I, I love Three Six. Like my, I always tell everybody, it's my heart beats Three Six. Like a Three Six Eight Oh Eight is what my heart beats. Three Six is dope. <sighs> Suicide Boys tries with that. ASAP Rocky did too. Suicide Boys is dope. ASAP Rocky does too, but what they did was they just sampled a bunch of their shit and then did their shit yeah, over the top of it. Yeah, which I'm not taking nothing from it, bro, because I love Three Six. Like literally, now a lot of artists. Maxo Cream just had an album come out. He used two different Three Six samples. Uh, uh, Isaiah Rashad just did it on his new single as a Three Six sample. Uh, ASAP Rocky's been doing it his whole fucking career using Three Six samples. Um, Duke Deuce made his whole career off his dad remaking Three Six beats and him rapping over him with his style. Uh. Do you know anything about Suicide Boys? Like they're uh me? Yeah. Um I So I have a three song rule. Anybody that I hear about that everybody's talking about, I give them three songs. And and if if you don't dig it after that, you're done. I, I have an opinion, you know, an informed opinion. I'm not like the biggest fan, but I can't just Fair like enough. Black Pumas. Check them out. Oh, is that your what you no, it's like R&B from, you know, Marvin Gaye's I, that style. Motown is my favorite R&B but Ooh. modern yeah that shit's tight and like tell me again what's it called a Black Pumas Black Pumas I mean and there's a song out Colors um, y- once you hear it you're gonna hear it everywhere else you'll hear it in commercials for like fucking Target or or whatever but it's that album is solid it brings that R&B sound Black with a fresh fresh appeal I'll, I think that's coming back a lot for a lot of hip hop to be honest with you like a lot of gangster rappers are using really like melodic R&B shit like softening down oh, and shit it's tight though but doing like hardcore shit over the top of it it's tight though and he said the inspiration for the album was actually Method Man so they're using like that old style but it's Method Man's in my top three of all time and Black Pumas Method Man's in like he's probably one of my to my style <clears throat> the most influential is Method Man uh, Tech Nine Kendrick uh, J. Cole and uh, Earth Gang. Those are my most influential. Uh, I was School just going to fucking Boy. say Earth Gang. I love Earth this Gang. Guy, That's the album with like two. When I was. That is it. That's the, it's the shit. See. Yeah, Earth Gang. Have you ever heard of them? They're like a, a modern outcast. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's very similar to their style. Uh, I like it a lot. And like. <laughs> Coming back to the mushroom story, I was like, dude, I can't handle this fucking crazy video shit. You're fucking with me. So he's like, I was like, play something I can fucking like, like chill out and like not have my mind race. So he starts playing uh, Earth Gang. 
And do you remember, like, bro? I fucking, I do remember. I was, fucking uh, vibed called, so it's hard. Called, uh, zones. Oh, such a fuck, man. I like felt that shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is it. And I was like, these dudes are like outcasts. And he was like, exactly. That's exactly what they're like. They're like new outcasts. Uh, and but like, better, I'm but so better. old that outcast seems like a new group to me. No. Because I mean, they've been out 90s. since 94. I know. Yeah. But that's that's, that's kind of like where, you know, <clears throat> like how I find new music has changed so much. You know, from like when I was in high school, it was, you know, radio or actually going out and seeing a punk show and listening to the new bands or CD samplers that came out from the record labels that had, you know, you buy a CD for 10 bucks. It's like a fat music for fat people or um, fat music. For yeah, fat these people. are like for, so um, no FX, uh, pretty big SoCal band. They were mm. one of the bigger like uh, punk labels at the time. They'd make sampler CDs. You'd buy them for five bucks. They were dirt ass cheap, and they had all of their like best songs from each one of the bands in the label. And they get it out, and they gave it out, and then that it was like, you know, DIY marketing, you know, and it just lit on fire because they were all hot songs for that skate punk style. And then everyone, you know, which songs you pick the songs you like, and you get the album, and the album fit the whole thing. It was like genius marketing at no budget see that's the thing too is for marketing is always about your demographic so who are you trying to appeal to is how you're going to market you know what i mean if you're trying to appeal to the skater kids that's how you're going to do it if you're trying to you know appeal to the rapper kids you do it a different kind of way you know what i mean so uh a, a blue face you know what i mean whether you like his music or not the way the dude blew up was uh off instagram and every day after school he would wait at a high school until the school was coming out and he would stand on the hood of his bands and he would perform his own songs. And he would go, he went from like 1,000 Instagram followers to like 1,500 to 5,000 to 10,000 by, by using this. And he's not a good rapper. He like literally just out of the blue started rapping one day and that's how, that was his marketing scheme and it <laughs> fucking worked. Isn't that insane? Like a guy, does that piss you off at all? No, that a, that he's, a guy, he's fucking smarter than me, dog. If, that's fucking, you know what I mean? If if I had if I if I would have thought of that, or if it would work in our in our area of where we live at, because if I went and did that right now, I just yeah, get the cops called on me. Yeah, people be like, "This guy's crazy out here." Get this fucking weirdo out of our school. All these fucking house people. parties every Friday, Saturday, and you know what I mean? But busted I, on you. Yeah, so he's I, on the corner ranting and raving. Get him out of here. I, the way I stay relevant, my marketing scheme for myself was Rappers Delight, and the way I did that was by taking the humble road for Rappers Delight and not sick. not headlining, not opening, or performing at my own shows except for maybe like three or four a year so people aren't getting people aren't getting you know hung up on me so i you know that's that's what it was yeah man so we're coming up on well we got two hours here <laughs> fuck man shit. that one that went quick yeah, yeah like easy huh yeah i did hell yeah uh anything you uh you gotta got, let us know uh, when your like, new project so when, launches yeah too. when uh when can we get the album um, I'm shooting for a December release date. I haven't set a specific date yet. Um, my brother's getting out of rehabilitation. He's He got shot and he's paralyzed. Mm. So he's getting out of rehab on the 15th. So I'm thinking that'd be a tight release date the day my brother gets out. Um, Hell yeah. I got a video coming out in the next couple of weeks. That's going to be the promo for that. That'll be the build up for that. And that's what I was telling you about earlier where it's two videos in one. Um, my new album's called Vibrant. Uh, my record label is Blueprint Linguistics. Uh, um, 
You could Google me, YouTube me. I'm on over every single streaming platform that there is. I'm on it. Every single one. So, um, Ghost from the Ghost. Peace out. Thank you.